How come you Titans don't have a good build this season yet? Hunter's got an amazing build. Well, I've got an amazing, amazing build. build. I don't know what you're talking about. You do not have an amazing build. I will build. feature it. No, I'll feature Both it. Both Hunters and Titans have infinite one-shots. Do you? Yeah, you, you just said Titans. Uh, hunters and Warlocks, my Warlocks. bad. Yeah. Uh, I haven't taken my Void build off yet, so don't care. If you have an infinite one-shot build, let me know. Because all I've got is a, a really powerful Thor's hammer, and that's about it. It's called the sweet business. You just keep shooting, and then eventually one of the shots will kill something. So where do you guys want to start this week? Shall we start, as we always do, with each new season? Sounds fun. We're off to an amazing start. Each new season. <laughs> you didn't do that for this me. Is, I don't know why both of you This is why we do not other. record at this time of night. <laughs> it may be all right for you two. But for some reason, apparently no. You two are fading out on each other, and I hear you both fine. I don't know what the hell's going on. I blame Twitch. It's all Twitch's right. fault. That that I can hear y'all clearly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Twitch is giving oh, you the extra. Right? Twitch is giving you the oh. extra bandwidth. So your Twitch stream sounds better. That's how the rules work. Oh, is that right? Oh, I totally you guys last right. week were absolutely fine. It was me that kept cutting in and out. Because you're a twat. Well, I'll say that. I no, mean, there I was a few times where <laughs> there was a few times that you guys were cutting in and out. Uh... Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So with all that said, let me hand you over to your hosts, the triumph-hunting titan night demon, the pink-panted pansy, Hiroti, and your hunter master agent, Mr. No One Responds in Real Life! So welcome! Greetings! Three titans... And no, no hunters this season. No, definitely no, just this season. Just this season. No, you're not a hunter this season. You're not a hunter this season. I will jump off Titan right now and show you I'm a hunter. You're not. You're not allowed to. Really? You're not allowed to. Oh, let's, let's try something. Hold on. Let's let's see if I'm not allowed to. Hold on. Up, 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 up. What's happening? What? What is this? Oh, this looks like. Oh, oh, character select. Oh, hunter. Oh my God! It still works. And yeah? this is audio, no, so no one has I'm, any any way to verify no. this. Uh, definitely being recorded on stream live. No. So, mm-hmm. no, let's no, double no, check. Hold see, on. see, that's outside the land of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed this to. Is, this was the bet. Ooh, hold on, hold on. This see. is audio. Let's this see. is theater of the mind here. Oh, you, you, you have to imagine the pictures. Respawn has to paint you a picture. Oh, Respawn is painting you pictures. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. taunting Respawn, and parody is adding a bit of flavor. It, and it looks like there is, in fact, still. Mm-hmm. Two Titans and one Hunter. Yeah. I just we were all warlocks all the time and we were warlocks no, because warlocks no. are the supreme being of fire burning. Actually, two things wrong about that. First thing, hunters are the only ones that have a true one shot. Now, now you warlocks can throw all the grenades, but technically the grenades are not a one shot. It takes a couple of hits. So hunters yeah, but, not only have the true have one shot, grenades. but we have infinite one shots. Let me show you a little bit what I'm not talking about. not allowed to be on a hunter, See? sir. 
Mm, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. No, if, no one on, no, no one on the podcast I can, can see any of this. So, oh, oh, look at that. Oh, see how I got that knife right back immediately? I don't understand. No. Up, I, I up, don't. Up, up, up. Well, all, all I'm seeing is this week in Bungie for shot. the 26th of May, 2022, posted four hours ago by Hippie. Because, yes, friends, we are recording oh. super early this week. So, all the things that Telesto breaks after Thursday evening, it's going to be a surprise. No, but before we get there, I want to tell the people what's happening next week in Destiny and all the other wonderful stuff. What still has to happen this week in Destiny, too? We ain't finished this week yet. What do you mean? Well, we only care about next week. We care because, about next because, week. Uh, people care about next week. Here. We've told them this week, and now we're going to tell them about next week, and then we'll tell them about what's going to happen this week, next week, later on tomorrow. Exactly. Next week in Destiny. The nightmares continue. Iron Banner returns with the new rift mode you can take down cargan in the insight terminus nightfall and we have the new rotations for the raids and dungeons so the raid the featured raid for the week is going to be garden of salvation and the featured dungeon is going to be pit of heresy and that means that you can get pinnacle rewards from doing those as well as the vow of the disciple raid so you've got a couple of raids and a dungeon and the new dungeon so four pinnacles out there for you to get Showdown returns to the Crucible and on bonus Crucible ranks. So Showdown is very much a standard version of Trials of Osiris. You are split into two teams of three and play to the best of five matches. But instead of lives, you have a timer. So it still feels just as intense. So that's Showdown for next week, your featured Crucible mode. And following on from that, we have some new challenges for this season. So... As we are in week one and we weren't able to view that beforehand, I will quickly go through week one and then we will run into week twos. So week one, we have Sorrow Bound 1. Complete Bound in Sorrow 1 and defeat Scorn Chieftains. And that is 50 Scorn. And that will give you Challenge XP+. Plus. Next, we have Nightmare Containment 1. Successfully complete Tears of Nightmare Containment public event on the Derelict Leviathan throughout the season. And it's 25 of those. And that's Challenge XP+. Plus. Vestige of Dread 1. Throughout the season of The Haunted, collect Vestige of Dread and pick up material nodes on the derelict Leviathan. And Vestiges of Dread, you have to do 1,500. And of materials, is 20. And that is just Challenge XP. Sustained Fire. Defeat combatants with auto rifles or trace rifle. Final blows on the derelict Leviathan and defeat combatants with solar damage in any sever activity. Now, this is 200 auto and trace rifle kills and 30 solar kills. And you get a filament of darkness and challenge XP+. Plus. Next, we have derelict leviathan activities. On the derelict leviathan, complete bounties and earn progress by completing patrols and public events. That is 18 of those. That will award you challenge XP+, plus and some bright dust. Taking all the challenges, complete weekly playlist challenges. Just three of them. That will give you Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. Mid-Range Calibration. Calibrate mid-range weapons, which include hand cannons, glaives, auto rifles, fusion rifles and machine guns on the derelict Leviathan and bonus progress for rapidly defeating combatants. And it's 200 of those. That will give you Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Here we go with our Gambits. Dredging up victory. Complete Gambit matches and bonus progress for wins. 15 of those. Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. And that's not... 15 wins, that's just 15 points, and obviously wins give you more. 
Momentum Crash. Defeat Guardian's Momentum Control and Bonus Progress with Zone Advantage. And it's 75 of those. Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. Scorn Pest Control. Defeat Scorn Combatants in Vanguard Playlist or on the Derelict Leviathan. And Bonus Progress for Defeating Tougher Combatants. And that's 200 of those. That's Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. Week 2, which will be starting 31st of May 2022. We have Sorrow Bound 2. So this is complete Bound in Sorrow and Defeat Cabal with Precision Final Blows. And you have to complete 2. And Headshot Precisions is 75 and that will give you Challenge XP+. Plus. Leviathan Chests. Open World Chests while exploring the Derelict Leviathan. And it's 75 of those and that's Challenge XP. And they don't expect you to do this all in one week, so don't panic. This is throughout the whole season. Although there is potential that you could open 75 if you are dedicated for that week. Next, we have Umbral Focusing 1, which is focusing equipment at the Crown of Sorrow throughout the season. So again, throughout the season, focus three weapons and two armor pieces, and that will give you Challenge XP+. Plus. Harvest at Dawn, defeat combatants with size, final blows on the Derelict Leviathan, and defeat combatants with solar power weapon, final blows in the Sever activities. And that is 125 in the Harvest and 20 solar weapon blows. And that will give you a filament of darkness and challenge XP plus. Moon activities. On the moon and progress by completing bounties, patrols, public events and lost sectors. And that is 18 of those. And that will give you challenge XP plus and bright dust. Now I'm not entirely sure whether that is just go to the moon and do those. Or Leviathan counts as it's part of the moon map. We will find out and let you know in next week I guess. Or when we do find it out. Next week, we have Lost in Legend, which is complete a Lost Sector on Legend or higher difficulty. That will reward you with Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. Close Range Calibration. Calibrate close range weapons, which include sidearms, submachine guns, shotguns, glaives, and swords on the moon. And bonus progress for rapidly defeating combatants, and it's 200 of those. That will give you Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dust. Next, we have Bank Kill Repeat. And points by banking moats, defeating blockers and defeating guardians in Gambit. 250 of those. And that will give you challenge XP plus and some bright dust. Now we come to my favourite one. Iron sharpens iron. Because guess what? Iron banners back. I know we've covered it, but iron banners back. I just want to kind of bask in iron bannerness. And with that, you complete Iron Banner matches and bonus progress for wins. And that is 15, and that's Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dusts. Anti-Cabal Sweep. Defeat Cabal Combatants in Vanguard Playlists or Strikes. And then bonus progress for defeating tougher combatants. 200 of those, and that will give you Challenge XP Plus and some Bright Dusts. Hello! Now I would like to move on to our Lost Sectors, where you can go and get some of the new exotics, because every season we have some new exotics, and I believe the Titans have some gauntlets, so do the Hunters and the Warlocks have some boots. Possibly by the end of next week when we come to record, there'll be a new rotation that we can then go through and let you guys know. But just to let you know that Legendary Lost Sectors and Master Lost Sectors do drop exotics, and you have a higher chance to get the newer exotics on those days for the specific item. So if you go to a legendary lost sector and it says that it's got legs for that day and you don't have the new legs or boots, then you will be awarded those at the end of the lost sector if you get an engram to drop, an exotic engram to drop. 
that would be your primary thing. Once you've got the new thing, potential drops of other exotics, they're on in. Legendary Lost Sectors do have a lower chance to drop them, whereas Master have a more common chance to drop them, but not necessarily a, a guaranteed drop. So as we're kind of all lower light levels, maybe the best ones to do are the legendary ones and just, or if you think you're up to it, go for the Master. Entirely up to you what you want to do. I'm not your real dad. I'm not telling you what to do. But do remember that if it is a new Lost Sector, on a location that you haven't been to you have to complete the lost sector first by running through it to then open it up for your characters and that is specific to each character so regardless of whether you've done it all on your time for the last couple of seasons if you started a new character possibly a warlock who knows you're gonna to have to run through that lost sector first before the flag will then pop up once the flags popped up outside you can then select it to go legendary or master do be aware that your items will be locked. The flag outside will tell you what burns there are and what champions to expect. So as long as you've kind of got to, I think it's about rank three or four on your artifact for this season anyway, you'll be able to unlock the three different mods for whatever weapons you're going to be able to take in there and just be aware of the burns as well. And um, yeah, good luck. And then finally, our Eververse where you can buy some lovely stuff each week from Tess in the Tower. Or, if you don't want to speak to Tess in the Tower, just go into your director and flick to the end to go to the store. Don't even have to go to the Tower these days. It's magic. So currently, this week, there are some new bundles for each uh, class. They are the Sun's Apex for the Hunters. We have the Radiant Breakers for the Titans. And the Warlocks have the Dawn Singers. Uh, very cool glows. They are, I believe, 1,500 silver each package. But very good ornaments if you want to kind of go with the theme of this season, which is the solo, of course. We all called it Respawn. But if you want to spend some real-world money uh, for some silver purchases, we have three finishers, which are silver only this season. We have the Sharp Aim Hunter Finisher for 800 silver. We have the Perfect Catch, which is a Titan finisher, for 800 silver. And we have the Solar Snap, which is the Warlock finisher, for 800 silver. And then moving on to our Bright Dust for the week. This week, you can currently purchase the Bright Cycle Shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. The Dropped Call Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. There is the Crow Projection, which is 1,500 Bright Dust. An Abyss, which is a new shader, which is 300 Bright Dust. Then on our featured page, which is further down if you're scrolling through the, the store, we have a Sour Taste Exotic Emote for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Big Cheese Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Simulation Shell Exotic Ghost Shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. Out of Dodge, which is your Sparrow, for 2,500 Bright Dust. The VG-17 Flying Fortress Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. We have the Aeronautics of China Projection, which is your Ghost Projection for 1,500. And then finally, we have the Packet Master Command for the Lord of Wolves, which is your Weapon Ornament for the Lord of Wolves, for 1,250 Bright Dust. So that's this week, week one. And next week, starting the 31st of May, 2022, 
we will see the bundles that are going to be 1,500 silver for each of the specific ornaments for the Titan Hunter and the Warlock. It may be th something that I kind of pick up with Bright Dust because some point down the line in the future, um, I don't think it's for the first week, I think it's going to be week three, you'll be able to start purchasing them for some Bright Dust. So save your Bright Dust if you do like the look of those and you can't afford to use real world money, then um, wait for week three and they'll start dropping. But what we do have next week for our Bright Dust... As I say each and every time, you do not need your Concentrated Matter Gem, you do not need your Glimmer Shards, and you do not need your Scavenger's Boons. They are all things that you can put on your Ghost Shells to go and do specific things, and you'll get those items to drop. But what you could buy is the Glow Stick Dance, which is a legendary emote for 700 Bright Dust. If you're inclined, you could buy the Molten Weapon Ornament for the Dead Messenger, which is going to be for 1,250 Bright Dust. You could also buy the Up in Smoke Transmat Effect, which is 450 Bright Dust. Or you could have the Nectar Dynamo Shader for 300 Bright Dust. And then further down in the Eververse store, we have the exotic emote Spill the Tea for 3,250 Bright Dust. Canned Rage, which is going to be a legendary emote for 700 Bright Dust. We have the Izanagi Shell, which is your exotic ghost shell for 2850 bright dust same style as the insignalis burden sniper exotic sniper uh, so it's got the symbols on the side of the fish next we have the unseeing to be shown which is your legendary weapon ornament for the fixed odds machine gun that's going to be 700 bright dust we have the synchrotron advancer exotic ship for 2000 bright dust x1v projection ghost shell projection for 1000 bright dust and finally, for the 31st of May 2022, we have the Matter Scourge, which is your exotic emote for the Outbreak Perfected, a new one, for 1,250 Bright Dust. So there you have it. Challenges, Excellent. Bright Dust, and what is happening next week. It's very efficient. I like doing that. Mm -hmm. So should we tell people about the new season? Or do you think they already know it because sure. they're there? Well... I mean, do they? Some people haven't even left their Void subclass yet, from what I understand. So maybe wow. we should tell them. Maybe well, they're yeah. not, and they know. Hey, I, I, do, I dutifully picked up all the all the bounties and all the engrams that I had sitting at all the various vendors before the last season ended. Right up until the very last moment, I was collecting gamut engrams and turning them into scout rifles and then trashing them immediately to get my gunsmith rank up. G guess what I did, guys? Not that. Enjoy logging in and seeing 100 brand new vault spaces that you've already filled up. <laughs> um, Did you already I'm, fill it up? It sounds like a, you already filled it up. That's a knowing um. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I may, may have filled 50 of those spaces so far. Golly, man. So you're saying this new you... armor and stuff to get, man. Yeah, I still haven't even dunked into that new 100 yet. I'm still at like 498. <laughs> No, but I tell you what I did do this season. Uh, I, well, at the end of last season, I didn't save any bounties. I've gone in it fresh. Same. I haven't done any of the bounty hoarding. She's a newborn guardian. I know. I thought, well, how, how was that for you? I, I know this is a new experience. It, I, I, it was daunting. It was really daunting because I thought this is something I normally do. I normally go through the, the routine of saving up all my bounties. And now I haven't. And... Uh, I'm going to have to play the game a lot harder to to get my level up. Um, 
I think I'm at about level 15 so far. And that's just doing the bounties that are on the location. And yeah. And maybe a few gunsmith ones. And don't get me. Now you're breaking up. You're very angry about what? What stuff? I'm very angry about Mr. Gunsmith. Were you touched by the gunsmith and his um, weapon this season? (laughs) No, I wasn't touched by any of his weapons last season. But what I can tell you was, well, you know, we were discussing about the gunsmith reputation and getting to level 16 to get the golf ball and to get the other ballie for your weapon crafting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we said it for you. There because it's a giant marathon that you thought the grind was a grind to get your red, red weapons, but you'll never actually re- reset the gunsmith rank. Mm-hmm. That one? Wow, that was a long yeah. time. And I was on rank 15. And <laughs> I, thought, oh. <laughs> I know it's going to happen. Go ahead. I thought, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it and see what I can do. So, the most optimal way of actually getting legendary weapons and armor pieces to dismantle was to do the legendary sites battlegrounds and if you open the normal chest it gave you one legendary if you open the additional chest which was for the i don't know the the currency that was available last season that you can still get this season um that was i believe 500 every time you opened it or 200 don't quote me on it and that would give you three legendary drops so in total you would get four and I was doing this and doing this and I was get it was, it was going up slowly. And then I thought maybe there's a, another way that I could do this. So I went into my collections and started buying blue items, but they only gave me one per dismantle of blue. Although they only cost me glimmer 777, I believe that was going slower. So then I started purchasing legendary weapons, which cost me glimmer and shards. And I believe it was 30 shards and a thousand glimmer. Again, it was that was going quite quickly. So I managed to get to rank 16. Brilliant. You know, got to rank 16, went to the track, couldn't get them because you know what? You have to get it above level 16 to reset. So you have to have <laughs> another thousand after that. Don't laugh. It's not funny. I did what it said. I did what it said on the tin. The tin said level 16, I get these items, or I think maybe. The oh, golf ball man. was golf ball said I had to reset. Uh, I mean, they're not wrong. You'll get there after at or after level sixteen. Like it didn't lie to you directly; it just lied to you in the way that Bungie lies to you by going. Mm, what we really meant to say was this. Well, oh, in doing I, this, I'd like to be surprised, but I, I'm I've been playing this game too long. I went away and did a bit of research because I thought I, I really want to know how many weapon parts you need to get to level 16 and reset it. Now, somebody on Reddit had already kind of put it all together, I believe. And it is literally 10,000 weapon parts in total to get to level 16 and reset to go back to one to get those two items. Now, working it out, that would mean that you'd need 3,333 roughly legendary items to dismantle. To get that, I believe that I worked it out that you would have to play 210 hours of the legendary psyops battlegrounds getting four legendary items for 17 and a half hours a week for the 12 weeks of the season and that is just doing the legendary psyops because if you did anything else you're not guaranteed to get like more than maybe one legendary item sometimes you only get two blues it does depend on what you're getting so in the calculations i thought 
if I do it with the most optimal calculation, which was the four drops for say 15 minutes maximum, you can get four runs in an hour, which means that you can do like, I think it was the 200 total, which I see is absolutely ridiculous. Now there might be people out there that have reset it. So, so how, how many hours was that that you said? I believe it was 210 hours in total. So that's more hours than I played all of last season. According to, <laughs> according to Secret Scrubland, I played I played about 144 hours, give or take. Five days, five days, 23 hours, and 23 minutes is what it, it says it boiled down to. While you're so, there, have a look at me and Respawn as well. I would, but I think they took away the ability to search. So oh, okay. I can send you the link, but I unfortunately I can't. Because I, I was going to check and see where, where you guys <laughs> sit in the... I'll put, it, I'll put it in the host chat. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was curious. Because I like... I also was thinking because it used to be they would only show you like the, you know, the actual calendar, like how many days did you play each month, but there's now a calendar type for Bungie. So you can break it down by each season and see how many, you know, how long you played in the season. Okay. So see, that, cause, cause that's what I was curious about. Cause I was curious, you know, how, how, how much did I play this season? Obviously season of the loss was a huge, long, you know, double season. And I was curious, like how much have I played this season versus other seasons? And I was already to do the math and the computations, and I was like, oh, it's there for me. I can just load this page up, and it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. See, the thing is with that, it doesn't matter how many hours that I've played in total like you, because I could be doing things like uh, doing Lost Sectors. And in Lost Sectors, you don't actually get uh, an exotic or a legendary to drop many times. Sometimes you get a blue to fall on the ground in between. But if you're doing like strikes, you might only get one. If you're doing like nightfalls, sometimes you don't even get one. You sometimes only get shards and glimmer and golf balls and things like that. So, I mean, you've played Gambit. How many legendaries do you get at the end of a Gambit match? Depending if you lose, I think it's like, only like maybe five, one right? or a couple of blues. Yeah, maybe if you one, win, and then you earn some of the engrams. And yeah, because I was at level 15 somewhere, I was hoping to check, but I literally played up until they kicked me offline. Because I was running, a, I was running a couple of I think the psyops things, just trying to get that stupid level up. Yeah, and 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 I literally had finished one, and as I was going to the menu to go check, it was like, oh, you've been kicked offline. The season's over. <laughs> so I was in, I was in level fifteen, like you know, I think I said last season or last episode where I was, but I was in the fifteen somewhere, like halfway up or something. But I was like, there's no way I'm getting getting there. So clearly, I've run enough random things and just you know. I mean, I, I deleted again two hundred things out of my vault, and I've been ruthless about deleting things. So, I deleted a lot of things, but still did not get to that reset, even with my mere, you know, under two hundred hours played. So I'm curious, where 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 did you guys end up? I know respawns destiny was broken for the last couple of weeks of the season, as was his yep. able to play. Well, it's so just I'm doing its calculations now. It's just doing calculations now. Okay. So it says season of the risen for six doing, days, doing thirteen hours and thirty-three guys? minutes. Do the do the bungee calendar. Okay. And then it'll count. What was that? My demon. How many? I believe it says six days, thirteen hours, and thirty-three minutes of season of the risen. In hours, it's a hundred hundred fifty-seven hours. So you two were, you know, not at the two hundred and ten, but you were close. You, you got to sixteen. 
<laughs> but even with that, that's not even doing the optimal amount of farming to get. Right. Yeah. That's just, you know, playing the game in at least a quasi normal way of going and trying to do all the things and deleting tons of blues and tons of duplicate legendaries you've gotten. Um, it just shows five days, nine hours, 45 minutes. How did you guys break it down like that? Right at the, the bottom. If you scroll down to the bottom. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, it tells you. And I, and I was just dubbing the no, bottom. That is the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, yeah. So five days and nine hours. Yeah. So you're about where I was. About a day less. So like a hundred and. 20 something hours. I was just dumping that days and hours into Google because I'm not smart with math. That's why we have computers. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go, Bungie. Average player that plays quite regularly didn't manage to reset his gunsmith. I think we might need to rethink the gunsmith reputation ranks. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe. And not only, well, I mean, you could, someone like you that's got so many shards, you could just sit there and literally buy stuff from him. Until you're full, and then take it all apart and buy stuff from him until you're full. That's what I did at the apart. end. Did you? Um, I'm running out of shards. I, I think I got down to 500 shards, and I thought this isn't worth it. This yeah, isn't worth you it because know, you're you're going to need those materials. All those shards you've earned in Guardian Games and whatever you've now given away, you need those. They're important. Giving away is a strong word. He he used it for science. No, he experimented. Gave them away, exchanged them for a couple of beans from a vendor on the corner. <laughs> his prize cow. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so if you were unaware, we are in Season of the Haunted. Which Haunted. was the leak that we didn't discuss last week, because I thought we'd go along with the bungee theme of just not discussing it. Because sometimes we like to discuss a few leaks, sometimes we don't. And we chose not to last week. Yeah. And guess what? You're sorry. The Leviathan has returned. Mm -hmm. It did. Power, depravity, and vengeance. The object of Callus's desire has taken many shapes over the years. His once opulent ship, now derelict and corrupt, has returned to our galaxy. It sets sight on the pyramid ship lying dormant on the moon. As the Leviathan forms a connection with the Pyramid, nightmares of the past awaken and threaten to torment any who dare intervene. Stare into the Abyss and find bravery within the mantle of the Reaper and the Steel of the Scythe. And apparently we're, we're going to talk about Respawn now, because next is Luna's Ward. Luna's Ward? Ward? W-A-R-D. Ward. To better respond to the imminent threat, the Helm has engaged its mobile command center capabilities and is now running dark within the Moon's orbit. So we move the helm to the moon. Yeah. Yep, we we, we have some very, very tall cabal boys in very small hallways. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> Their heads still don't touch the top. They're fine. Barely. Some time ago, they didn't they say that the helm was a ship because people were speculating it was the old tower and that's where we kept having to go to. And then I think Bungie at some point went, no, no, it, it's a ship. And we were like, no, it's not a ship. It's and moment. they went, yeah, yeah, awesome. it's a ship. Look, we've, we've made it fly. Although I'm not so sure about actually having that crown on board because that's had various bad repercussions for anybody, right? especially on ships. Right. And also, so wh where did they put the giant servitor? Where, where did he get moved to? Oh, he he's back on Earth. Is he? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm up in a nice server, servitor retirement home. I just, I just wanted to point out that if you look in there, I don't see any Bombay doors. 
right? And I especially don't see anything big enough to remove said servitor and insert said, uh, you know, Transmat. giant helmet. It's it's all transmat. Zavala walked over and just said engage, and then it was there. And then he decided to set a seance out with all the candles. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean, the the endless forest is is no more. So what, they had to do something with all those candles they had in storage. I mean, I said this to Blue the other day. I said, surely yeah. they could have put a different season in now, because if you think about it, this season's going to last for three months. That should take us up to around September, October time, when normally we have Festival of the Lost, which is the haunted season. Surely they could have tied it into that. But no, we've gone for haunted now. Again, extra candles. Got to do something with them. Too many candles. There's going to be fires I'm, everywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure about, well, I mean, there is a bonfire bash coming. Maybe that's what they're going to do with all the candles. Take them out of the helm and put them in the EAZ for the bonfire bash. Because it seems like a terrible idea to have all those candles on board a ship. None of this seems safe. Yeah, there's no Having the crown doesn't seem safe. Right. I'm sorry. Right. That Giant was evil, the first mistake. Giant evil crown. Yeah, yeah. Evil candles. The, the relics inside that, not relics, the runes inside of it. Like, who, 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 right? No, nobody signed off on this. This was no. clearly someone being like, "Here's what we're gonna do. We'll ask for forgiveness, not permission." Is that before or after we become uh, possessed by the helmet? Yes. Okay. All of that. Yeah. Who says we're not possessed by the helmet now? Nah. Who says we're not possessed by nah? I, I think I think the helmet's just here to give us nightmares, which is why we have to contain them, which is our, our seasonal and scalable activity. Because <laughs> evil yeah. resonates within the hull of the Emperor's wretched vessel, some of the most challenging nightmares, and cleanse them with fire. Or or if you don't want to, you can play your weekly mission, which is sever, which is go hang out with the with the crow in the Leviathan. Navigate the the Leviathan's labyrinthine underbelly, which nobody wants to do. We don't want to go back to our belly. Labyrinth. And cover the truth behind Callus's sinister plan and sever his nightmare he controls. All I'll say is I'm glad I played the Leviathan raid because I feel much more prepared for doing that sever mission now. And understand even though the belly is completely different now than it was then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but just the mechanics between running the Dead Man's Tail mission and the Leviathan raid, I'm like, okay, I understand these mechanics. I know what I meant to look for. Yeah. Mm. So I, I appreciate, and again, I've got all sorts of thoughts about why Bungie was like, we're not going to tell people about the season before the season drops. But I appreciate as someone who's been playing this game going, oh, these mechanics are familiar to me. I understand what I meant to do with them. And I like that. I like not spending the first week being like, I'm here. I'm going to shoot those guys. I'm going to let you people deal with all these things over here that I'm supposed to take somewhere and do something with. That, that, that's your job. Yeah, but if you do that, then you miss out on the whole scythe aspect of it. Which, I'm going to get into that, is disappointing in a whole new way. But we'll get to that later. Were you okay. disappointed about both the nightmares and the splendor? No. Are you enjoying wielding Shiro 4's exotic sidearm? The Trespasser and letting lightning flash across the tarnished gold of the no. Leviathan's twisted halls? No. Do you like big, gaudy jewels and gold on your weaponry? Eh. <laughs> What about some, some, of them, some of them look good, but like, for example, if y'all remember, we still have all those, uh, the, uh, the what do you call them? not shaders, not shaders, 
when you change the way the weapon looks, ornaments. We still mm-hmm. have the ornaments for all those guns from last season. So as soon as I got my first uh, multi, I'm just like, nope. I put on the old shader, get rid of all the gems. So I guess that kind of answers your question. I suppose that's something that a lot of people, if they've only joined after the Menagerie, which was an event that we had in Destiny before them went away, where we got these jewel-encrusted weapons, mm-hmm. they also came with ornaments. Uh, I believe they were Eververse ones, weren't they? They sure were that you could get to change them to look. So if you haven't got those, I don't know if they're coming back to the Eververse or right. if they're going to be in-game. I don't think I don't think it's going to be either because these were these were for legendary weapons and as of yet they haven't really uh given us any more legendary shaders outside of the the ornaments. seasonal weapons. Yeah, so I, I don't think the ornaments. Yeah, so I don't think that's going to be a thing. If you don't have them now, you don't have them. So if you've got them, then good for you. But then we have got some new weapons, haven't we? We've got a a new scythe, an arc scythe. Mm -hmm. No, we Uh, don't have a new scythe. Damn it. Not scythe. Glaive. 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 That's the word. Glaive. Yeah. Scythe, glaive, it's basically the same thing. It's not the same. Either either tilt the blade or don't tilt the blade. That's basically all it is. Uh, I'd still 100% have the blade tilted, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, a trace rifle that looks like another trace yeah. rifle. It's another void one, yeah. But it, it does void this time, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Scout rifle mm-hmm. and uh, grenade launcher. Rocket launcher, so. Yeah. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, if you haven't been here before Season 12, or at Season 12, all of these weapons were sunset at that point. And now they're back. So now you can go back to YouTube and look at people trying to get God rolls of all stringers. And now they're going to be posting new videos about how to get a God roll of an all stringer. And you can be very or, confused and figure out which year it is they're talking about. <laughs> and if the God roll is the same God roll or if the gods have all changed over as well and been sunset. Or you can pay attention and realize you don't need to go for a God roll because you can craft the all stringer, which is also the only hand cannon you can currently craft in Destiny 2. Thank you. Or, or hear me out. You can just ignore them entirely because nobody needs an Austrian. Or, 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 you, you or, just, or, or, everybody in the PvP community. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's the thing. They, they know not to listen to me. I'm, I'm a gambit plebe. They're like, we, we don't listen to that man. We're just here to swap out last season's hand cannon for this season's hand cannon and move on with life. Much. Or you could continue to listen to us further down the line in the next couple of weeks when we feature what's the best roles to have. And tell us and tell us what we should be crafting, because really, just because I can craft it doesn't mean I know what I'm crafting. Or you should be crafting. Mm-hmm. But we can tell you, if you are a season pass owner, you instantly unlock the exotic weapon, the trespasser. You have Yay. seasonal story missions. The reward track on our season pass, you get all rewards. You get seasonal gear armor, seasonal challenges, nightmare containment activities, seasonal artifact and mods. Solar three point subclass update and event solstice. And if you are free player, if you if you you don't bother to pay for it and you get all the free stuff, you do not get instant unlockable exotic weapon that comes on, I believe don't thirty on the free track. Don't be that you guy. You still get it. You still get it. You 35. don't get access thirty five. Okay. You don't get access to the seasonal story missions. You get access to the free rewards on the free track. You get selected gear and armor. 
you get selected challenges, and then you get everything else like Nightmare Containment, Seasonal Artifact and Mod, Solar 3.0 update, and Advent of the Solstice. So it's only if you really want the story, because we've already discussed you have to pay extra for dungeons. That was last week. That was a rant last week. We're not going into that this week, Mm -hmm. because that's even not here yet. Not yet. But Solar 3.0 is here. And if you choose to, you can use it, engage with it, play with it, or you can ignore it entirely. You could. You could, but unfortunately, every single playlist is solar singe. This Tell week. me about it. Tell me about it. Every blooming bounty that I get is, oh, do it with solar. I'm like, so I, I like- is this the first time Bungie has ever synced the release of a thing and then gave you a thing to do to go do things with? I still remember Arc Week. I want to say like, yeah. They were like, it's Arc Week. Go use Arc things. What are all your bounties? And everything solar, was solar. and void. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We, we've enlightened we've unleashed void 3.0 what do you want to go play with um if you could run arc everything that would be perfect if you could work on that for us or maybe some stasis go run stasis on everything mm-hmm. hey by the way here's some here's some solar bounties for you guys too what so w- while i want to be upset on your behalf i'm at least happy they finally have synced a thing together with the thing they released yeah unfortunately they forgot to watch the telesto what it was up to but hey you know you win some you lose some <laughs> what did the telesto do i didn't see it do anything yet oh so Telesto Sir. broke the game day one. Sir. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed Tele- that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Telesto, yeah. Telesto does what it wants and it does not care about you or your friends. Yeah. Well, I know it does what it wants, but I didn't see it, it was up to any shenanigans this week. Have, have you visited the gunsmith? Yeah, he's got it now. I saw that. Guess, like, yeah. guess what some people couldn't see after they visited the gunsmith? The Telesto? The game because it crashed on them. Seriously, it did. Mm-hmm. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this straight. You, you visit the man. People, people saw him with the Telesto. Mm-hmm. Just, just looking at him with the Telesto, mm-hmm. crashed the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am. I am waiting for the day the Bungie eventually either rips the Telesto out of the game, or eventually figures out and gives mm-hmm. us a dev blog on what in the world this gun has been doing all these years. Yeah. How is it tied into? Everything, they, they, they may just be like machine learning again, sentience. The end, it's gotta be something's weird. Man. They they created a function called Telesto, and then eventually they're like, Hey, what if we created a gun and called it Telesto because this is cool? I don't, I don't even know, dude. I I'm, just, it, it, it's who decided to have a vendor hold it to think that would be a good idea? I'm sorry, it's well, they again, have, somebody no, clearly is working in a meeting with no oversight. I'll give him credit. A, they were hoping Banshee could figure it out because Banshee is technically the smartest person in the universe, right? So um, we give the evil, the evil robot incarnate man. He's not evil anymore. Well, you he's don't only, know that. He's he holding a Telesto. I rest my case. He's 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 not holding Telesto. He's um, restraining the Telesto. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing a very good job of it. Well, I mean, he's only one man or bot or. Whatever. So if you are interested in reading what we've just read to you, then there is a season of the haunted page available on the bungee.net website. We will link it in our show notes because it does have extra stuff on there that you may want to have a quick look at. Nice art. It goes through the reward track for you. If you're interested in seeing what's on the reward track, if you're not in game, because let's face it, you can flick through it on game. It says there's a new silver bundle if you want to purchase another silver bundle for each season. There's some screenshots, trailers, and wallpaper if you are that way inclined. 
And um, yes, yes, yeah. I am because I need to swap out my wallpapers because now it's a new season. So I need to see what beautiful things they have for us. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I've got to do the same on the Twitter banner and every other banner that we've got. So yeah, all the fire, all the flame. So now that we're in the season and we've told them what's happening this week and how they can dress up and where they can go for all sectors. Shall we tell them what's happening this week at Bungie for the 26th of May, which is today, which is, which it's, feels weird. It does. We normally just like dif- discuss it weeks after, I mean, days after. <laughs> it feels like weeks, depending on how much is going on and how long the TWAP is. I was, I was really afraid that it was going to be like, here's, here's another 9,000 word TWAP, go to town. Yeah, to be honest, I thought it was going to be like that because I thought they're going to go through Solar the same way that they went through with Void and go, this is what they... But they haven't. They haven't done half the stuff and they've just gone, here you go, here's the game, explore. And they, and, and they did give you a giant patch update. They were like, they, they were like, here's all the patch notes, read them if you care, don't if you don't. Which we're not going to read them all to you because it's very, Aww. very long. And, well, and I mean, I'm much joking. of it, much of it they've already talked about. We I mean, did, the, solar, yeah. the solar subclass stuff we can sort of touch on, but again, it's like most of this is like all the weapon changes, all the exotic changes, like all the stuff that they already told us and how they're changing all the angles and tweaking each exotic for different things. It's like, if, if you care about your new favorite thing, go read the patch notes for 4.1.0. It has all the notes for the season and all the things that they've changed. Now that I've broken my team in spirit by saying we're not going to read the whole thing. What are we going to read? We're gonna we're gonna read a twab for today. Um, Bungie, Bungie wants to start out by saying that they're against kids getting shot in school. We're against kids getting shot by school, by school, by, by schools. School. Yes, we are. Against I mean, yeah, that. we're also we're also against that too, for that matter. Yes. Um, they're providing some mental health resources: the National Alliance on Mental Illness (NAMI) and the Jed Foundation (JED). Uh, they're two two uh, charities there. If you want to either donate money or I've been affected by this or things like this, looking for help. Those are two places you can go because yeah. And then they, they gear up for, to tell us about the ultimate question. The question that matters more than anything else is the moon haunted. Oh, I was going to say, what is the doctor's name? But I guess that matters too. I thought we already knew that the moon was haunted. It's doubly haunted. It's, 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 haunted, it's been it's haunted for a while, at least three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think is, is, is Bungie not aware? Like, like did they cut off Eris's? Connection? Do they like stop paying her cell phone plan? Have they not talked to her in a while? <laughs> the only thing I can figure is they just stopped talking to Eris Morn. Because also, isn't someone? Shouldn't someone be keeping tabs on like I don't know, gigantic floating planet-sized spaceships approaching the moon? Well, they like, were like, to be leaving. Well, 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 I mean, they just they just snuck the Leviathan into the moon, and apparently nobody noticed. They were like, this seems odd. Like, like, was no one keeping tabs on this? Was no one watching for giant, you know, space debris floating around? Look, we can only keep an eye on up to 3% of the sky at a time, all right? Where was it beforehand? Wasn't it above Nessus? So it has, yeah. it's moved. Well, I mean, like, even after that, like, it was sent away. So it was at Nessus, and then it was sent away, like, far, far away. Was right? it? Yeah. Why was it sent away? Kaido betrayed her father and sent him away and banished him. Arf! <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, so apparently um, no one's been keeping tabs on the Leviathan. It's now at the moon. Um, it, it is haunted. It's season of the haunted. It's still haunted. 
the same ghostly red moon guys are still there floating around in the opening cinematic. It's haunted. Yeah. So now, yes, yeah, since, since you guys have, you know, touched solar 3.0, it, it sees in the hype. I, we, we mean haunted. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, they have a lovely new trailer that dropped, uh, earlier than they intended, but just in case you missed it, uh, here's the trailer and, and the little baby Vidoc. <laughs> yeah. Earlier than is, they intended. Uh huh. That is, that is, uh, Deacon approved it just under four minutes with uh solar 3.0 developer insights. Yeah, there was a, a massive leak, wasn't there? I believe it was Monday night. Yeah. And and they're like, oh, it's a leak, but while we're at it, we'll just release everything else at the same time. It's like, well, that I think it sounds like a leak. It sounds like no, I th- intentionally. No, I think they intentionally were going to leave it to a, like when the servers went down, which is what everybody was saying. And I think because the leak happened, they just went, well, rather than people read about the leak and do all that, we'll just officially release it now because we've got it ready to go. Somebody, somebody at PlayStation Japan got a little jumpy and was like, hey, let's publish the new thing. And then they were like, well, let's put all the thing into the press area now. There it is. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to say, um, Solo 3.0, not as good as Void. And it's because of the verb, right? With Void, you can weaken, you can suppress, you can do all kinds of things to F over the enemy, right? And that's why Void is cool. Void is all about the CC. It's about suppressing people so they can't use their abilities. Credit cards. All kinds of stuff, right? (laughs) Crowd control. Um, So, I mean, there was a bunch of cool things when it comes to Void. Solar doesn't necessarily have all those verbs, so they had to come up with stuff. They had to be like, oh, well, now you have Scorched, you have Radiant, you have Ignite, right? There's like... Three others I can't yeah. remember. You, you, you've got Cure. You're a heal by a burst of mending solar light. Mm-hmm. Restoration. You're continuously regenerating health and shields over time, which can't be interrupted by taking damage. Right. Radiant. Your weapons are enhanced by the power of the Traveler and deal increased damage to foes. And Scorch is the target is singed by a destructive solar light taking damage over time, which you have to accumulate storch, Scorch stacks to get up to 100 stacks for things to ignite and ignite is just a large damaging solar explosion in an area around the target it's firefly i mean Mm -hmm. it's firefly it's it's firefly dragonfly and like an actual dragon exploding in the middle too Mm -hmm. yeah and you know for that it's not as exciting as 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 the other ones right because the healing is kind of meh They've already disabled a mod because people were overhealing, by the way, if you guys didn't see that. <laughs> uh, so that mod, the healing mod that looks like the infinity symbol, already disabled. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, then you have that, and then you have the Scorch, which is after that, and then it's just like, they're like, oh, well, you just need to apply stacks of Scorch to do this, but it's harder to apply stacks of Scorch because, like, our abilities don't do that much right i mean aside from warlock because warlock you have i mean you, you're you're mustang right so that's that's all there is to it you you are an alchemist but the other classes they don't have that much you know what i'm saying so you just have to like apply one thing to proc another like you have to for the hunter you have to apply scorch with a grenade and then use the knife to ignite stuff like that right because you're not going to get enough scorch stacks with only the one grenade or the one knife or whatever you know so it's just it's not as exciting i think um but moving aside the things we can do now are pretty freaking amazing for two out of the three classes right so warlocks just whatever they're warlocks right they're gonna they're gonna be good pretty much no matter what 
Um, hunters have a whole bunch of one-shot abilities now and are now sitting at the top of the DPS table with, believe it or not, Blade Barrage. Blade Barrage is now top dog for overall DPS. I haven't said that in a long time and honestly didn't think I ever would again. And, um, I mean, other than that, there's fun shenanigans you can do for ad clears and things like that, but overall, I would say... Hunters buffed, Warlocks buffed, Titans, eh? You weren't really nerfed, but you weren't really buffed either, I guess, you know? In some aspects, actually, you were nerfed because now your Sunspots do not give you the damage buff that they did last season. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Your Sunspots oh. no longer give you damage buffs. <laughs> I've noticed that, yes. <laughs> and I was going to rant about it later. But seeing as we are on this now... Go ahead. <laughs> I Welcome am to the so... first episode of Night Demon Rants, brought to you by <laughs> No One Responds in Real Life, Bungie, and Parody. And the power of the sun. I am so angry that I, I've had a build, Titan, with sunspots and doing damage, mainly for PvE. Mm-hmm. And... I've now got a completely different thing. It's it's something that is not... I mean, I know it's not what I was used to, used to this new thing, but I think one of my main complaints is... Now, this was something that Bungie had started implementing into the game. Now, you remember when we had initially had the Jotun, and the Jotun then suddenly worked with the Titan Sunspots, and it was like, you get a Jotun kill, there's a Sunspot that drops... And the same with the Necrotic Grips, I believe, with the Warlocks and Thorn. Yeah. For, for what? Yeah. yeah there were, what are you talking about? There was, there, there, was, there was synergy in there. Yes, that's what it was. It was synergy. And Bungie had started doing this, synergizing the weapons with certain exotics. Now, I don't know whether it's a bug in the system or it's because they've changed the way that the Titans work. Uh, but Jotun no longer if you get a kill even in pve drops a sunspot no matter what aspect fragment you've got on throw the hammer you get a kill with it it drops a sunspot fine i do the solar uh, shoulder charge kill somebody drops a solar thing but if i use my yotun it does nothing apart from explode them into fire and it doesn't drop the sunspot and i'm like that was one of my main builds why is this now something they made a feature of the Titan Solar build that you could use the bottom tree with the the sunspots and a Jotun, and it would drop the the sunspot. Why has that now been changed? I don't understand. Well, you're also forgetting. You're also forgetting, and this is why I'm playing devil's advocate here. Is there's still there's still two what fragments or aspects that we have yet to unlock until Friday? Yeah, I understand that. So well, those could have something to do with that. Yeah, it could, but but I think but I've seen some other people say like it's the same thing with the sunshot. Like, it seems like the synergies with the existing exotic solar weapons aren't there with the solar subclass. You know, things you want to see, want to see working together. It's like th- this seems like a no brainer. This seems like an obvious thing, and it's just not there. Now maybe it's you know it's coming. It's they're like, hey, let's get this out the door. See how horribly broken it is. Fix them big bugs first, then work on this as the next phase. But You'd think at least you know out of the gate some of that would be there. It makes it makes sense. You would think. 
And I was waiting to see the TWAB to see if they'd made any note about it in the TWAB, but there's nothing in the TWAB. There was nothing that I'd kind of found on any of the Bungie help forums or on Reddit, just that it's just not working as it was before. And now all they've changed is the way that you can set up your Titan subclass. I can still get the sunspots. I can get the sunspots by meleeing. I can get the sunspots by grenade. Well, I, I think mainly from... Actually, I'm not sure about the the solar grenade, the the one that f- flies out on the floor. The I can't remember the name of it now, but, you know, the one that you throw on the floor and it just goes out in a long line of fire. Fusion? No, it's just the... I can't remember. It's the wall that I'm using right now, yeah. Like the firewall or whatever it's called. Yeah. I I don't think you get sunspots from that, but I mean, I could be mistaken. I think I was just angry Thermite. at the time. Thermite. Thermite, that's the one. Let's test it. Does it make sunspots? You test it. See if it, uh, if it creates a sunspot. No, no sunspots. I just killed two people. No sunspots. See, I thought <laughs> before they used to create sunspots. And depending on what piece of armor you had on, if I had my... Your throwing hammer makes sunspots like a song. Yeah, the, the, the throwing hammer does. But if I had my solar boots on, which are the Phoenix Cradles, would make the sunspots last longer, which they still do, which or the, uh, the burn lasts longer. But they've also changed the way that they work because you could be standing in the sunspot and the timer wouldn't go down. And you could move out of it and then back into a sunspot and just keep that sunspot alive for a little bit longer by moving in and out of it. You can't do that anymore. I mean, maybe I, I can kind of understand them not doing that. But again, I still don't understand why the weapon synergy doesn't work and why maybe the grenades don't work or certain grenades work with with the Titans. They've made them a lot weaker than what they were. And they've seemed to have pulled the other two classes up more with their solo and their solo abilities. I mean, the stuff that I've seen that the Warlocks can do is fantastic. I mean, I'm not a Warlock main. Don't get used to that, because that's 100% going to get nerfed. When you can spam that many grenades and cover that much of the map as a Warlock, in PvP, that's that's going to get hit. There's no way Bungie leaves that alone. At this point in time, you're looking at PvE with with lower kind of levels of enemies. So yes, you know, you throw a grenade out, you proc another grenade or whatever the way that is actually able to be done. But if you're going into higher content, you're not always going to get those one shot kills with each ability. So it won't be easily chainable. I mean, it could be, I mean, I could be entirely wrong, but yeah, it's just, I'm not happy with what they've done with Titans basically. Yeah, but that's only the sunspots that have been nerfed. And don't get me wrong, I had a whole build on with the Tommy's matchbook and, and the Lorelei's helmet and all that other stuff to, to put out a bunch of damage real quick while healing, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that I don't get that damage buff anymore really hurt my build. It still works for survivability and ad clear, but I don't get as much damage as I was getting towards bosses and yellow bars, right? So that kind of sucks. But at the same time, though, think about it. I... The, the only the only thing I like about the Titan is your Thor hammer, right? I've said that from the beginning. I think that's so cool. You can throw it, you know, pick it back up, and if you get a kill, and now it's even stronger. You knew that three times, and now you're one-shotting a whole bunch of things and putting a massive damage uh, on the yellow bar, right? So that hammer is very strong. And now that you can have that hammer on all the time without having to worry about what subclass you're on, it's kind of a strong thing to do, you know? Now you have access to other grenades as well. 
right? So that's that's a bonus. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the, it seems the only thing y'all didn't get a buff buff, right? Except for that hammer being everywhere. But y'all did get kind of a nerf because of your your sunspots not not increasing damage anymore. And then apparently, uh, my Titan connoisseur Micah that I keep bringing up, the guy that's never. I don't think he even has the other two characters. He has a Titan, <laughs> and that's it, right? Yeah. But he was even saying that before the sunspots would kill a guardian in two ticks in PvP, and he's saying it doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, if the guardian was, if the guardian was standing, yeah, we knew that the sunspots were going to get nerfed, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't mind if sunspots get nerfed, but what I do mind is that the fact that the Yotun is doesn't have any synergy with the solar build anymore. That's what I'm unhappy about. Well, to be fair, you guys on the Warlocks were the only ones that had any synergy. Hunters didn't have a weapon synergy like that with anything. No, I, th- I think that didn't they rework the Lucky Pants word so that if you had the last word equipped, it would synergize better with the Lucky Pants? Uh, I don't remember that. I mean, the Lucky Pants just give a buff in general, you know, to whatever hand cannon you have. And I think I think they, I think as an exotic it was exempt or it wasn't working properly with the lucky pants, and then they fixed it so that it was working properly with the lucky pants or something. I don't I don't quite remember. I'm not even gonna lie, but even then, that's not really a synergy. You know, it's not like hey, I can make the poison spread further faster like the warlocks can, or hey, I can create sunspots, which is a huge part of my build, right? With a Jotun, you know, so. Even if there was a synergy there, it wasn't to the same degree that the Warlocks and the Titans had. But no, what and I'm now, saying is Bungie made a big thing about it. They were they to start off with, it was something that people just discovered and then Bungie came out and went, Oh yes, we're now doing this with certain exotics pairing with certain exotics and it was like, Oh, cool, you know, what other things are you gonna do? Then they came out with the necrotic grips. But then if they've accidentally done something with this, then surely they should be saying something about it. Or if they've decided they don't want to go down that route of making those weapons synergize with exotics, then surely they should tell us that way. And then there's either the way, there should be some One kind of, of communication. That we don't know about could be, yeah. hey, equip this, and explosive solar weapons will now make sunspots. You know, there's hmm. still those things that are missing. You know, and I know I've, I was listening. I've, there's a video I want to feature later on from. Uh, destiny fun police he now normally mains a titan as you know but he's put out his first video of this season as a hunter hunter. on a hunter build i saw that he's explained why (laughs) there's a specific uh element that the hunters have now been given that was been taken away from the titans and i can't remember off the top of my head what it was he also said in that video that he's going to go into a rant about why he thinks the solar uh, titans have been nerfed and how he's not happy with it so i'm waiting for that one to come but also there's another rant to come from me and i this is this makes my blood boil now for those people that have been around since day dot of destiny 2 and remember you guys will remember because we i know we've covered this but when we had armor 1.0 and we were transitioning to 2.0, 1.0 armor was set in stone with the perks that you could have on there. We then moved into armor 2.0 and Bungie came out with a statement and they said, 
I, I'm not quoting the verbatim because I, I didn't have a chance to go back and look at it. But they said, you can still keep your armor 1.0. We won't do anything to it. <laughs> you can, if you want to, you can keep that for as long as you want. We won't do anything to it. You know, it won't be up to power level. It won't be up to light level. If you still want to have that in your vault and play with it when you want to play with it, like in Crucible, because it doesn't really matter, we will, you, you are free to keep those items. Okay. So what's do you want to know what they've done? I and they like haven't said one word about it. And I am so, so angry about this. What? They do? Oh, oh, they hurt you. They, they have really infuriated me. I was looking at Destiny Item Manager the other night and I happened to scroll down to my uh, inventory. Yeah. I happened to come across some grayed out squares and I was like, um, what, what, what are these gray squares that are now in my Destiny Item Manager? When I, when I scrolled over them, they were <laughs> resist mods, <laughs> mobility mods, all um, the mods from my Armor 1.0 that I was keeping. Because mm -hmm. of swapping them in and out. Once you put them on the Armour 1.0, if you change them out, you lost them with the Armour 1.0. So yeah. I've, I've got stacks of like 20 or 30 of these these Armour mods to use okay. in different content if I wanted to swap them out. But I mean, I'd kind of already got them set in the Armour pieces that I was still using Armour 1.0 on. Because I, I had this really cool build with my Hunter to be invisible all the time. And mm -hmm. I think I had with the bombardiers and i would really play of the uh not the bombardiers the uh what's it call it uh, gemini jesters i had some gemini jesters that were 1.0 and i would really create havoc with being invisible all the time and messing with the enemy's radar it was just a fun build you know it wasn't anything op but it was just fun for me to just mess with people so what do they do they've all been deprecated i have they were got deprecated like anyway. No, 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 but like, but like removed, like, you know, they were deprecated as in sunset, but you could still put them on. Yeah. He's saying they're gone. No, no, they're not gone. <laughs> they're in my inventory and they just say deprecated well, sorry, armor mods, gone, but, but unusable. And when you, you hover over the top of them, you can only dismantle them now. <laughs> They've deprecated the mods and the mods that I had on my armor have also been deprecated. I still get to keep the armor 1.0, but they've deprecated the mods. They've also deprecated the perks that were on the armor. So, for example, on the Gemini Jesters that I had, I had a scout rifle mm -hmm. dexterity. I had a bomber perk uh, or a dynamo perk that I could select from the first column. That All of those have been deprecated, but the armor is still there. I am so angry that they haven't bothered... I mean, to say anything, no, I'm not, no, angry. I'm angry that they haven't said something. Because huh? the armor, as you've just said, is still there. So they didn't touch right. your armor. They, they have. Touched the they've, they've, no, they've deprecated the perks on the armor as well. Oh, have they? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All the perks on them, apart from the mobility and uh -huh. the uh, resilience, the, the only two selectable left on it, all the other perks that I had on there. So if I had hand cannon scavenger, um, dynamo on there, um, primary ammo finder, hand cannon scavenger, have all been deprecated as well. Making the armor basically useless, which is what they said they wouldn't do. They didn't say... They, they would never nerf weapons anymore. They would never do this. They would never do that. Bungie I mean, said, 
we will give you more vault space, but that vault space will come at a high and terrible price that you will not know until you've already made the agreement to accept the vault space into your life. No. Okay, I would have accepted the vault space if they'd have come out ahead of time and told me this was going to happen. Would you hand back your 100 vault spaces for your armor 1.0? Possibly. Ooh, that was a pause. Them's fighting words. Right. So so there, there are two people that are with you on Reddit that have also noticed this in the last two days. No <laughs> no response from, you know, no response from anyone yet and no. Many many people going, yeah, but th- 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 there are a couple of people out there that are just as disappointed as you are. So I'll, I want to keep these two tabs open and see if there's any response or any any word of this for next week. But you you see my uh, you see my frustration on this is the fact that mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't told to us ahead of time. I might have been a bit angry about it and gone, you know what, maybe, yes, I should get rid of these at the end of the time, you know, and maybe sort out something. But to be told that I could keep them as long as I wanted, that as long as I kept them, I could use them. The same with the weapons. They said, you know, you can keep those weapons, that they will only be be usable in Crucible up to a certain level. If you want to use them in high-end content, you won't be able to use them. Same with the armor. It... It's your stuff. You keep it if you want to. We won't do anything with it. We're just telling you you won't be able to use it in high-end content. I can understand if they come out and said, because we're now making Iron Banner, like there's no power level in that, maybe some of the old armors would have affected that. And they, if they'd have come out and said something, just any reason why. We're sorry. You know, We did say at this point in time that you could use it forever. But we've now, because of this X, Y, and Z, you're going to have to kind of either give them up or just to have them the, the perks and the mods deprecated. Yeah, and there's nothing, nothing in the big patch notes for this season either. Nothing that they slid in as just, hey, by the way, we deprecated this. Hope no one notices. All right. Well, as long as we're on the on on this train, right? Let me go ahead and tell you why I'm upset. <laughs> how how has Bungie hurt you? Bungie was. I can't even tell you how close they were to being the greatest game I've ever played. Bar none. Right? They were this... You were on the precipice of not only greatness, but immortality in my eyes. I saw the trailer. And I saw a hunter with a scythe. And I was thinking to myself... I, at first, I thought it was like a new Blade Barrage. You know, it, it, you know it's, it's, it's Bungie making a hunter maybe like a little bit like a Titan. You know how you have your arc slam? Well, this is our solar slam, and we have a scythe for the super or whatever. Or, God forbid, it was a new type of glaive, right? Even if it was just the skin for a glaive, right? I would have been happy. But then Micah jumps around and goes, it's 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 not a skin. I'm like, shut up, Micah. He goes, no, 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 you need to hear this. I'm like, I, I don't need to hear in. No, shut up. He goes, no, as your friend, I'm here to help you. It's like, then why are you tormenting me? Anyway, long story short, Scythe is a seasonal activity weapon that you can't even run the whole activity with. It's it's only once you do certain things the scythe appears and then you can use it. Right? Yeah. So you issue with that. Because a couple of things. We've had seasonal weapons like that before. No, nothing like the glaive. The glaive Uh, not the glaive, uh, the the scythe. Okay. Yes, we have. Shut up. The scythe had the synaptic spear last thing. season. That's a spear. The, the scythe needs to be a thing 
that can go inside my inventory and I can use it outside of that activity. I could use it in a raid. I could use it whenever the season is gone. It needs to be an item in my inventory. I needed this to be a thing. Come out and said it isn't going to be an item that's going to go in your inventory at some point. But then again, as with the synaptic spear that we had last season with the psyops battlegrounds and with scorch cannons they are only available in certain areas and activities yeah hence the disappointment they were they were on the no, there was a scythe coming how can you be every, disappointed in every game that i play and you can ask my friends that play D with me even my characters in D all have scythe weapons right so this is the only reason a, you're upset is because you have scythe weapons in your D. You no. got one in game, and, and, and it no, wasn't no, unlockable back forever. Back in Guild Wars One and Guild Wars Two, I had a scythe. In every in any game that lets me have a scythe, I think that is the greatest weapon ever. Now, in real life, a scythe is just a weapon. I know. Don't start with me. But in games, it looks so cool, you know. And here we go. We had a scythe. You could have made it a part of super. You could have made it a glaive skin. You could have done so many things, Bungie. And instead, you've tied it to an activity, specifically. An activity that is not even going to stay here when the season is over. You went from greatness to failure in my eyes. I, I will never trust anything you say or do from this point forward. You never do. Ever, it doesn't you, matter. I, I think I, you said those exact I'm words. Double down. Someone could go back and do a super cut of, I will <laughs> never trust anything you say or do from you since we started this show. Like since mm-hmm. day one, episode one. Yep. Well, so, I'm, I mean, I'm doubling down because the scythe is just, it's, you, you, you don't excuse that. You got to quit triple down at this point. You, you're well past double doubling down. down. Yeah, I'm just, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. This is ridiculous. It should not be a thing. Very upset. It's a parody. I just need to check. Mm-hmm. Do you have any grumbles? You know, I really don't. My, my, my only, actually, my only grumble so far has been that if you give me a key, and then I have to go figure out which room it goes into. You, you couldn't have put a single sign somewhere up in the Leviathan to be like, hey, this is the long, stupid hallway. You have, have you never done the Leviathan raid? No, I have. That's the only raid I have done. But I don't okay. remember how to get there from 15 years ago now that it's all <laughs> been destroyed. Or at least the chest they made easy to find because I've gotten those opulent keys. And I was like, great, I have an opulent key. Let me go shove it in the chest. Nope. It took me a minute to realize, no, no, this key goes to a single chest. At least they tell you what room it is, and it's not like go to the secret secret forest and look for the man with the two hats on. At least they're like it's in this room by this thing. Yeah, yeah, and you only get one at a time. That's that's the irritating part because I play I just you know played a bunch of the activity in the Leviathan, went back to go see the new evil helmet of doom, and it was like here's a key, progress the thing. Oh, you can't pick up the key because you already have a key. So now you got to go figure out where this key goes to then go get your next key to progress your quest. That was a little irritating. Uh, but again, eh, why can I only hold one of these? What, what What's the point? Why can I not just have like, two a really three? heavy key? Can, can, can I not have a key ring? Can I, can I get it? Can I buy an unlockable key ring for no, a thousand no, silver? It, Is that an it, option? It's, it's a heavy key. That, that's why, my dude. It's just so big and strong and heavy. Heavy is the hand that holds the keys. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why they did that, dude. So where where have we got in this week's twelve so far? Uh, we are we are down to um <clears throat> to Iron Banner and Crucible. All right. And have we not have we not skipped loads of stuff? Are you not conning oh, me on this? No, oh. we haven't skipped anything at all. 
No, we, we, we've got down to just below the two videos and that there should be a new crucible wrap, a new crucible map and that rift returns with iron banner, <laughs> which comes back next week. So you have two shots of iron banner. Rift. Go, 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 go to the iron, iron, iron banner, 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 banner. So yeah. Wow. So I thought my singing was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whitest thing I have ever. <laughs> I mean, it checks out. Yeah. So Iron Banner Rift, <laughs> you have exactly two opportunities to play it this season. Let me say that again. Two exactly opportunities. Two. The first one is next week on Tuesday, the 31st of May. Week two of this season is the first chance you get. If you don't take that chance, the week of July 12th, week eight, is your second chance to play Iron Banner Rift. That's it. Period. Full stop for the season. So Sorry, if you God. want to play Iron Banner Rift and inevitably get the weekly challenge of go play Iron Banner Rift and get some number of kills or some number of Rift things dunked, uh, you should take that opportunity. Play it next week. And if you want to say, what is Iron Banner Rift? How does this work? You should listen to episode 173, Give Me an Iron Banana, featuring Honk Slayer where we will tell you all about Rift, all about Iron Banner, and Night Demon's quest ever. to become the Iron Lord. Now, Night Demon, how close are you to your Iron Lord seal already? Because I think there were seven things you need <laughs> to do. Now, some of them are like, you know, you know, go play a bunch of games, you get a bunch of kills like in a full armor set. But I think I'm like three of seven done on day one of the new season because it's like, hey, you've played Iron Banner in the past. Let's unlock a bunch of this for you. Yes, I can tell you that I have got three of them already done, which is Jolder's Victories, which is win matches in the Iron Banner playlist across all events and seasons. Uh, Gunora Seal, I've got acquire the Iron Banner armor. Each armor piece must be unique to count towards this total. Ormond's Taste, which is acquire Iron Banner weapons. Each weapon must be unique to count towards the total. So I've got those three. Um, and then I have... I guess the, the the last four to go, like everyone else, uh, All Wing Spirit, which is earned points by completing objectives in Iron Banner playlist modes. And I've got to do 100 of those. Frostmire's Will, which is complete Iron Banner challenges. And I've got to do uh, four, four of those. those. Uh, Crimble's Dedication, which is reset my Iron Banner rank. And you have to do that twice. Uh, Jormel's Howl, which is complete Iron Banner matches whilst wearing at least one piece of Iron Banner armor. And additional progress for each piece of Iron Banner armor equipped. Now that's not going to be too hard because of last season for me, anyway, where you collected the Iron Banner armor, which then gave you each piece that you wore gave you more of a chance to get uh, an enhancement core or an enhancement prism from wearing this. So I'm already set up to do that this season, and um, yeah, I I don't see that that's going to be an issue. Resetting my rank wouldn't. Be an issue. The only problem that I've got next week is it's a holiday for everybody. All the schools mm. are off for a week, and that is the week. Iron Banner. Now I don't know if I will be able to con as much as possible to reset my rank. I will try. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Hopefully, with it only being two weeks, either one or both of those weeks, they'll give you the you know you know your Iron Banner rank will be increased or the Crucible rank. You know, hopefully it'll be one of those weeks where they say. You only have two shots at this. Let's give you a chance to do this. Or they'll say uh, only the most dedicated prevail. But I thought that was funny. They were like, oh, you've got to work really hard. It could take you a while. And it's like, Bungie, I'm halfway there. Whoa! <laughs> Bungie, Bungie please. No, but I think, 
I think the reset is going to be the hardest thing, which is why they think that mm-hmm. a lot of people it's going to take a while. Um, I think they believe, I believe they said it was something like 20 hours, didn't they? Uh, I, I, I don't remember. Probably. Yeah. No. I mean, it definitely, it definitely takes a while, especially, and, and again, with Rift, we'll see how Rift goes. It, it, it could, I mean, yeah. Iron Banner has always been streaky about you either get stomped or do the stomping and Rift is going to be even more of that. Mm-hmm. You're either going to have a team who has some clue what they're doing or you're absolutely hopeless. So we have two new activities that are available with the season of the haunted. And we have the seven missions. Yeah, the seven which, of the seven. Yeah. Which is I guess story missions that progress each week where we have to sever ghosts from the servers. Yeah. Yeah. Crow Crow and Ghostly Crow have to go hang out together in the Leviathan. But is it gonna be just crow and ghostly crow for nine eight weeks whatever why not other characters we, we've made crow suffer so much why not make him suffer some more <laughs> and that will give you a pinnacle reward if you complete that each week one a week per character the second activity is called nightmare containment which is the free-to-play public event aboard the derelict leviathan uh it's designed to be just as chaotic as it is fun and have you guys been playing this and enjoying it? Uh, one of those things are true. You've played it? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, I've been playing it and enjoying it. I, I, I told myself this season, I'm going to make a point to actually engage with a seasonal activity because mm-hmm. I never do until like three quarters of the way through the season. And it's like, I haven't touched this yet. So I'm like, I'm going to run around and I'm going to murder all the things and, and haunt all the nightmares and pick up all the things. It'll be great. The problem is, is it's always in the same space. It never changes. and and I still haven't figured out. Somebody said that. Oh, by the way, after you've opened the chest for two minutes, you get to hang out and uh, open up other chests until yeah. the timer's up. But yeah. I yeah. haven't found a single one of those damn chests you, that I can. Right. Open okay. Out, so once you've opened the yeah, once you've opened the main chest, what yeah. you put, your best bet is to put on uh, combo finder on your ghost. I got that and, on. Yeah. You've got that on. If yeah. you run if you run over to the left or the right from where the boss is, on the top level, there are two doors in the alcoves where the enemies come out, and they've got switches next to the doors. It will also tell you once you get close to the door that if there's a chest in there. If there's a chest in there, open the door. If there's not, go to the other side. As you run round, if you hug the wall as you go round, you will see if there's a chest in one of the locked rooms. There is another chest... Uh, kind of locked area where you first spawn in that's another one if you go that way around if you go down the stairs there is i think it's about three quarters of the way down there's another door on the right as you're going down the stairs if you yeah, carry I'm on going a map. <laughs> yeah there, there is a map right. yeah i need you to put that in the chat as you go back up uh there is another door that is just down in that kind of center area where the there's a a doorway that you can go down into i think it's either the bars or the pleasure gardens there is a map going around i believe on twitter i think destiny bulletin had one posted i mean as you said that not many people know this and it was only i think where i'd watched so many kind of guide videos and ibontis pointed it out ibontis has a, a couple of cool videos this season to start off with he has uh, season of the hunt guide where he goes over new currencies the new activities and the optimization like I said, with the with your ghost, you can put on a finder on your ghost for the new um, 
planetary materials that are on the Leviathan, those little red bubbly things that as you walk past you can collect, those go towards the, the points or towards getting the unlocking like a second chest uh, from the stave that you put in the ground to summon that last boss. So as that first chest opens up, if you walk around, there's that stave, isn't there in the ground? And it mm-hmm. says it like it costs 500 of the currency that you get from yep. the planet and materials, yep. the chests and doing the activities on the oh, Leviathan. I so go check out Ivantis' video because he breaks it all down, like even going to the helm and breaking down all the different upgrades that you want to kind of focus on first. Okay. Um, he also has a guide on nightmare farming. So if you're interested to optimize your farming to unlock to whatever level, I think it's, again, it's normal level 16 before you can reset the rank on your crown of sorrow. I'm up to level 10 already from just doing methods and I'm only for the last two days. So it's going pretty well. I mean, I could, if I kept going like tomorrow and Monday, I, I guess I could probably be at reset before the end of the week if i was playing consistently ibontis i will link them in the show notes what are you resetting what are you supposed to be setting i'm up to level 10 on the crown of sorrow in the helm did you say 10 yeah good lord my dear yeah that's i'm not even that high wow i want to watch ibontis's video because this is the problem i I also have with, with each new season What's the loop I need to play? What materials do I need to collect and where do they come from to complete the loop? Because I end up doing part of it and end up with some of the materials and I don't know where to take them or what to do with them or I'm missing some piece of, oh, like, like I, like, you know, I was on with Pan the other night and I was like, oh, you have to take your uh, mem- memories of disgust, disgust or something and like shove them into the stave after you do the level three nightmare thing. It's yeah. like, it's totally unintuitive. It's like you shove it in the ground. Once you're done, walk up to it, offer it a thing, you get more things out of it. Yeah, and then take a lap. I just found the chest by, just sort of by mistake. It was like, oh, I have two minutes after this event. Well, let me just sort of run around this room. And I just happened to be the first door to my right in that hallway. I was like, oh, there's a chest here. Okay. I didn't realize there was a second chest until later in the week. I was like, okay, that's why. You know, Every time it's like, here's two extra minutes I'm going, yeah, for, for what? There's there's no one so talking to me. There's no story there. Only there's something I'm supposed two? to find. After, there's only ever going to be two? Sorry? Of those chests. Because Parody just said, oh, look, there's number two. Like, is there only two? There's only the two. There's only yeah. two at the end after, after, after that. After... Sorry. Go ahead. There's, uh, there's only two that you can find additionally from the extra rooms round Leviathan after you've, op- or after you've defeated the boss and collected gotcha. the chest that pops up there. And they are in random doors, so they're not the same ones each time. So that's why you kind of right. have to do a lap. Bontis in in his one of his breakdown videos, I can't I can't remember whether it's the Nightmare Farming Guide. I think it might be the season of the Haunted Guide, where he breaks down like on your ghost shell, what you are looking to do is not use your XP boost as much. So you want to be using the cash detector, okay. which detects the caches and resources within 40 meters. And then you also want the bountiful harvest, which is a chance to obtain additional resources when harvesting. Now, what I found with is that when I was opening chests uh, with just my ghost on, it would give me 10 resources rather than, I believe it was something like five or even less than that, three or four. If you then also equip the new armor, which is those green sets that you can get, which is called the Eldion, Ed- Edions, 
Uh, that increases the amount that you get, yeah. I yeah, on each item, it says uh, Visage of the Reaper grants 5% additional vestige of dread from all sources. Each piece of armor that you are wearing with this perk on it increases the bonus up to a maximum of four items, which is 20%. So it gives you allowance for having an exotic as well. I mean, I was wearing that armor whilst playing the event, so I was getting a, an extra couple of uh, items to go with when once once I was kind of looting chests and things. I mean, I was getting quite a lot. No, those that. those two extra chests do they cost more resources to open? Or can you no, no, they're free, but they they will also give you the the uh, they give you a chance at the bound presence, which is the red bully thing that you can now get. It will oh. also give you a chance at whatever it is called, the uh, Vestige of Dread, which is the element that you can collect from Leviathan, and you get those out of chess. It also gives you a chance at getting a key as well. So if you don't get a key to drop with the boss, you get a chance at those second chests around the room as well. Uh, also defeating Nightmares, you get those as well. But as I, I said, said, you know, Bontis explains it in better than I can uh, okay. with, with in a video. So you get to see as well as hear what he's talking about because he shows you examples so it's 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 worth looking at yeah, uh, that's, what, that's what bungie should ship a new season with of here's here's the gameplay loop that you're supposed mm -hmm. to do and here's what all of these new materials and, and new currencies are meant to do and the thing yeah. that, that confused yeah. me is did were you guys confused and a there is a drop down for the leviathan and b it doesn't really seem to matter which one you pick if you do the the Castellum or the Containment. Because it's like, I love the way it's worded. It's like, use this if you sort of intend to run the event or use this if you sort of intend to explore. But you can do either in either. It doesn't really seem to matter, except it spawns you, I think, in different places. I think one, it starts you in the Pleasure Garden. One, it starts you you know up in the Castellum in the big main room. Well, what I yeah. found is if you just use the Castellum one, which is the default one, it puts you in the Castellum and you can either, if in a public event going on, you can start one, which I did. And it was just me for the whole of the first wave. And then suddenly all these other guardians spawned what, in. What I've noticed is if you, if you leave it on default, that's more of a, I want to roam kind of thing. Yeah. But if you, if you drop it down, you have a better chance of being spawned in with a bunch of people already doing it. That's what I've noticed. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, again, I guess that's their intention, but it was, it was weird. It's like, here's two options. Also, this is a 1580 event and we're just going to push you all to 1570, which I didn't even, like, I didn't even look at the power level because I just assumed it was, oh, I'm, you know, I'm at basically at seasonal power. I'm at 1560-ish and it should be fine. I didn't even see it until later. It's like, this, this event's 1580, but we're going to push you all to 1570 anyway. So, yeah. which makes me think, are we maybe moving toward a world where we don't really care about light level as much? We've never cared about light level. All that's yeah. ever done is lock us out of something well, well, or make something too hard to do. That's all right. light has ever been. No, right, right. But I'm like, is this maybe a tiny baby step toward, hey, let's just get rid of this whole light level thing entirely, or at least as a lock to keep you out of events, to keep you out of things? Because well, we're still a looter shooter at heart. Like, you know, they've they've removed the light level from Iron Banner. They've removed from the new seasonal play space and activity. Again, you know, it's a tiny baby step, but maybe this is just them going, let's see what happens if we do this. Oh. I mean, you really want to be an RPG. In RPGs, the characters level up, the weapons don't. The only thing the weapons do is they might gain perks as they go along, but that's it. You want to be an RPG? Take away light level. Light level is the dumbest thing ever since D1. I can't stand it, you know? Can't stand it.
level up your character, not your gear, bud. We, you say that, I mean, I know it pushes, and I don't understand why it pushes up to 1570, and it says the activity is 1580. But then on exploring some of the other parts of the Leviathan and going into like the Pleasure Gardens and the Royal Pools, I did come across some enemies that were 1610, and I believe these are some of the nightmares that you can hunt down for some of the uh, triumphs that are around. Mm-hmm. Of that, and there is a video, them. another video by Bontis that goes over. I think it's the shared fears nightmare. You're having a rough day today, my dude. Am I? Yeah. Okay. And did you guys also know there were bobbleheads in the Leviathan? I collected going... two of them. I collected Void and Solar. I did because I was standing in a room all of a sudden. It's like where it said, "Go find the thing in here and go find the thing in here." And I was like, oh, I've, "I've never completed that for anything we had to go collect." <laughs> and, and and Bont has put out a lovely video of here's where to go find them and, and maybe because they're bobbleheads I'll do it but I, I said that last time and I never did the cats or the moths or anything else you can still do the cats and the moths they're still in the game Oh, well, I, I know I can I'm not saying I'm going to but I'm saying it, it's a choice <laughs> yeah I think the point is that he hadn't done it before why would he start now kind of thing yeah, yeah. there's things on the Dreaming City I've never done and yet that exists still I mean, I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed doing this new gameplay, this new seasonal event on the Leviathan. It's it's been fun to kind of not be destroyed and try out the new solar stuff. Um, I tried on the Warlock and then went back to the Titan because I've got a really good build recommended to me via, from Blue Screen. So I, I tried that. Uh, it seems to be working out pretty good. Yeah, I I really I really appreciate that it's a big enough play space that it sort of separates you. So if you're, again, like trying to work, trying to, you know, um, uh, do the progression on red bar weapons or just trying to work on a weapon or a catalyst, you actually have enough room to get some kills and you're not fighting five other people in like the same tiny closet for the, for the kills. Yep. So that's what I've really enjoyed is one, I played the Leviathan raid. So when the little, you know, silence of the bubble popped up, I said, Ooh, let me go run over and punch them. I know, I know how to do this. I understand things. <laughs> I've done two, this raid. Huzzah! Exactly, yeah. And, and again, it's just like I'm able to get kills and I'm not, you know, I can sort of put on whatever that I'm working on upgrade. I don't have to use like, you know, the quickest things to get kills with because I'm fighting my team for, for kills, which has been really nice. I like I like the big play space. I like to sort of go forth, kill the things, you know, here's, here's the targets where you're trying to get to, or you can also just do a bunch of ad clear and sort of work on the weapons you're doing or a little of both. So I, I, I like the big sort of open space of it. And and I was sort of hoping it would be like a bigger, like other people could come upon you while you're there. I was sort of hoping it would be more than six people total and maybe it would just sort of scale upwards. But I guess, you know, it's sort of locked to six, which eh, fine. But, you know, I, I was hoping it would be just like a bigger, you know, could be a bigger thing or there'd be a way to, you know, unlock it or, you know, hey, you and another team, you know, get past tier three. Here's tier four. It's 12 people and it's a mega tier or something like that. Bungie ideas, ideas. Hmm? I think you can only fly in as a three fire team as well, so it could be two fire teams of three. Hmm. Can't even bring your squad at home. Nope. And there was one part I was in the pleasure pools and I saw a, a beacon yeah, that <laughs> I saw a beacon that was for like a cabal thing. It was glowing. Like, oh, what's this do? Walked up to it and it went summon uh, Kaitel's champions. I was like. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> then it dropped a drop pod. And and then just all hell broke loose. Just everything kind of exploded. There was people everywhere and fights going on all over the place. I was like, yeah, I love this. This is cool. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm shooting people. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. I gotta go find that now. Did you hold up the championship belt and say, I am the champion? No, because you probably no. got killed. <laughs> well, you should have, because that's how you exert dominance, Night Demon. Exert dominance, hold the belt up and scream, I'm the champion, as you're shooting them. And also in the Pleasure Gardens and the uh, the Royal Pools, there are kind of secret rooms that go off to the side. Now, two of them lead to like the other place. Like One will go to the Pleasure Pools from... Uh, not the Pleasure Pools, the the Royal Pools to the Pleasure Gardens and vice versa. And then other ones will just go off into these corridors that don't go anywhere. But also there will be enemies down there. There are enemies that you can fight. And then some of them are named ones that are for triumphs. Some of them, uh, at one point I said, do you want to do a summoning ritual? And I was like, yeah, I do want to do a summoning ritual. And then I moved backwards and there was another one that said, do you want to do a summoning? I was like, yes, I've just, I've just pushed the button for the summoning ritual. But I think maybe it had to be three or four buttons I had to push because it's just like, unless it was glitching out on me, but I summoned this big ogre thing that was shooting me with electric. And I was like, I have fire. I throw fire at you, man. So yeah, defeated him and something popped up. I was like, oh, more stuff's popping up. Good, good, good. More chance for me. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how I spent like the first evening. I just sort of ran, ran around. And just, yeah, kept finding myself in encounters in, in, in things. I'm like, sure, I'll kill you. Hey, you got a triumph. Great. Sounds wonderful. Hey, you did, you did a challenge. Sounds amazing. Let's keep going. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into Respawn's Report Roundup because I have prior engagements that these guys said I would have plenty of time to get to. And so far, we're getting close. foolishly believed us we deployed a change to public spaces to limit the number of firearms fire teams allowed uh in one in order to fix blocking issues and several activities and missions this change does not affect the leviathan or the tower and more permanent fix will be issued at a later date uh due to a performance issue with the ember of benevolence fragment not working as intended (laughs) it's been disabled for use until the fix can be deployed at a later date the current ETA is earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, G. Jake says, I love the new solar dodge, that backflip. However, I was so silly confused by in-air accuracy, probably by my own fault for not doing enough research and digging. But if your average player is a casual, how the heck are they going to understand? DMG says, we're targeting a more in-game messaging slash tooltips to explain the changes in the future. Understand that it's difficult to approach for many players who aren't deep in TWABs and patch notes. Team's also keeping an eye on feedback for future tuning, so definitely keep it coming. Paul Tassi's like, yo, dirty effing hippie and that DMG04. Is there a way to get like updates on how close you are to the fragments? Like even just on social? Uh, likely we'll have an update tomorrow. Stay tuned. And that's okay. the fact that the there are four unlocked four still locked fragments that apparently mm-hmm. we as a community are supposed to do 20 million nightmare containment completions before they unlock. But they unlock for some people early. So if you have them unlocked, yeah, they they're did. not going to take them away. But if they're still locked for you, then at some point when we re- when we reach twenty million completions, they unlock. But we have no idea how to tell. So that's what he's asking about. Yeah, I went to Icora and she went, "Do you want all of these things?" I went, "Yes, please." Lucky and then, you. yeah. <laughs> so moving on. Uh, earlier, uh, I made a joke to these guys about how the Titan's shoulder pads are getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Um, Bungie said, hold my beer. Yeah, Bungie said, hold my beer. Giant now you shoulder have, pads. These aren't shoulder pads. These are sewer grates, okay? These are like 20-inch rims on an Impala, Hala, okay? 
So, Titan Exotic Gauntlets called Second Chance. Uh, gain a second chance of gain a second charge of your shield throw melee, which becomes shield piercing and stuns barrier champion. Wait, wait, so, wait, season with the season of the void, you gave you gave me Solar three and then you gave me a new void toy to play with. Bungie. You're doing it wrong. I mean, that makes you look like a transformer. Like I have to expect to see the site and say, yeah. <laughs> and we got uh, for the hunters, we have Caliban's hand. Your proximity knife scorches targets and damages within its explosion, or ignites targets on a direct hit. Nice. After throwing a proximity knife, you gain increased melee regeneration until the knife explodes. Very, very nice. This will also synergize with the build I'm about to tell you guys. So this glove or the ones we're currently wearing both synergize really well. Okay. The Warlocks, I guess? Yep. Okay. It's a um, Warlock leg armor. Really thin legs on the Warlock, which, man, somebody skipped leg day. Uh, soaring. What's it called? Fuselier. Fuselier. Is it Fuselier? Is it Fuselier? Is it Fuselier? I have no idea. Fuselier. They're called. Okay. Rain of Fire. They're called Rain of Fire. Sorry, my bad. I was looking at Soaring Fuselier as the 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 name. My bad. Okay, so Air Dodge reloads all of your weapons and improves the airborne effectiveness of fusion rifles and linear fusion rifles. Final blows with these weapons make you radiant. You are literally a fighter jet. Um, new exotic sword. That is a unique design. What the? It's called the Heart's Shadow. Um, its perk is heavy attacks made with full sword energy turn you invisible and fire exploding void projectiles. <laughs> I can go invisible as a titan in crucible. Oh no, look at this. an aspect of fragment. That's look exactly where my brain went to. <laughs> I this, win guys. everything! <laughs> da, 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 da. was actually made for titans because look at the resistance and the efficiency and uh, those gloves oh, that you guys okay. have for swords. Oh, no, no one's blocking with that nonsense, though. Does that technically no mean I win another season in playing as a Titan? Uh, no. I'm sure it does. No, <laughs> it does no, no, no. I, I think I think the bet was until the end of that season. You, Damn it. Things that weren't in the game, you, you can't claim, just like he can't claim parts of the game, you can't claim future things in the game. No, I'm but sure it, I could. There, it, I don't think they would know. No, it wasn't there, there at was the no, time. No, I'm there putting, was I'm no, putting a, there, I'm sorry, you've Brexited this bet. You, there's, I put a statute of limitations on here. There wasn't a statute of limitations. limitations. Well, I'm Here's putting it on now, and that's my right as someone who's not in the bet because we're making up rules as we go along. That's right. <laughs> you didn't specify. I didn't specify. This is where we live now. That uh, is incredible. Uh, here's well, the complete loop. Do, do, do we? Oh, oh, yeah. You did, sorry, you did tell me what it did. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, have you told me what, you, what it did? Yes, you did. The beautiful heart shadow sword. Sorry. I'll shut up now. Here's the complete loot pool of the new duality dungeon. Uh, you have fixed odds. That's a heavy the duality. The duality, duality yeah. boots, duality gauntlets, duality helmet. The, the Epicurean no. fusion rifle. The deepest truth looks like that's an emblem. Uh, mandate of strength is a ship, and you have armor, 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 and then the hard shadow exotic sword. And then we have something called a storm chaser. I can't tell what that is. Maybe a pulse rifle, and then an unforgiven, which looks like a scout rifle. 
we'll looks like a grenade launcher, pulse rifle, scout rifle, possibly. And Maybe the auto rifle, the new purpose might be an auto rifle. Maybe? Fusion rifle, yeah, possibly. We'll see. Uh, Dungeon comes out Friday. Stay tuned. Uh, Jotun Catalyst has been added with Season of the Haunted. Uh, goodbye PvP forever. Um, it's perks that come with the Catalyst are cornered, which increases the rate of fire if you're surrounded. But it also comes with something called Incandescent. Defeating a target spreads Scorch to those nearby. More powerful combatants and opposing guardians cause Scorch in a larger radius. As if it didn't already have enough of an explosive radius. It doesn't. Uh, uh, Guardian Games Top 10% Emblem. Has anyone received the Top 10 Emblems of the games? I placed one of the Top 10% each week for Guardian Games and lit every torch, but still haven't received anything from them or even an achievement. Despite lighting every Platinum Torch and having the Top 10% in each week's competitive playlist, did I miss something and not complete it properly? Has Bungie just not sent out the Emblem yet? I was really excited to get this Emblem. <gasps> Any help from anyone would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, y'all. That is from Elof. Elof. Um... Hi, all the Guardians qualified for the Tower's Finest Triumph are experiencing the same problem. Me too. Bungie's aware of the issue and are going to surely fix this as soon as possible. Just be patient. That's from another person, not a Bungie employee, so take that with a grain of salt. Further down the 12, I think Bungie acknowledges, yeah, we're working on it. Okay, uh, this is from G1EK. Missed opportunity from Bungie to give Sunshot the intrinsic perk of Scorch. Agreed! Uh, the incandescent perk is literally Sunshot's main thing. Super duper agree. DMG says, FYI, if you don't like to engage with containment but aren't 1580, I'm sorry, if you would like to engage with containment but aren't 1580 power, don't sweat it. We raised you to 1570 while containment activities are active. Additionally, there are two, I say two matchmaking options for the destination, one for exploring the Castellum and one for containment. Which we just wanted to point out again because it's easy to miss if you're not paying full attention to it. Mm-hmm. And have you have you guys seen how some of the weapons are backwards? Some of the weapons, energy weapons, are pointing to the left versus the right. Uh, no. Where is this? What do you mean? Um, well, like if you look at your new uh, trace rifle, is mm-hmm. it is it is it pointing toward the upper left of, of your screen when you look at it in dim, or is it pointing to the right, like you know all the other weapons that you have? Uh, oh, oh god, it is. Backwards. Yes, it's yeah, backwards it in dim. Yeah, yeah. So, so Damfinity and others were like, "Hey, um, are the weapons backwards for a reason?" And DMG says, "Uh, yeah, it's a known issue on energy weapons facing the wrong direction. Uh, there's a fix in a future patch." Um, DMG also should get his facts right because it's heavy weapons as well. Because I've got a rocket launcher mm-hmm. that is facing left when all the others are facing right. Yeah. Yeah, the the hollow denial trace rifle, the bump of the night rocket launcher. It seems to be like the menagerie weapons. They want to be fancy like exotics and face to the left, but they're, they're not all fancy like exotics. It's also happening to the Tears of Contrition Scout Rifle. So, so um, before I head out, I just wanted to cover this right quick for you hunters out there. Um, there is a phenomenal build, and you can either use those new exotic gloves we just spoke of or the Athery's Embrace. Um, the Athery's Embrace is probably better, specifically for the heavy throwing knife portion of it. Um, but basically... Uh, Nick 2, that is N-I-C-K-T-E-W, November India, Charlie Kilo, Tango Echo Whiskey, all one word. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be a link in the show notes. He came out with the best hunter build one-shot melee, and so far, I'm not disappointed. So the one dodge that now has a minute 22 cooldown, the cooldown is almost... uh, I'm sorry. 
how are you not disappointed? You are playing exclusive as a Titan this season because you lost last season's bet. Mm, you don't now. get you don't get to play as the hunter at all. Really? That was the bet. Mm. Yes, that, that was the bet that you accepted. He's still mm. excited for his hunter brethren that, that they can go out and play with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Anyway, um, it's a phenomenal build. Um, what it does is, like for example, you look at that new dodge and you're like, holy crap, I might be radiant, but now I have to wait a minute twenty two minus whatever your cooldown is for my dodge to come back. And even at max, even at max cooldown, it's still a long damn time. Right, but with this build, you always have a dodge. You always have uh, a heavy throwing knife, which one shots, body shots, by the way, and um, you always have your grenade up, basically. Right. So the really, really cool thing about this is before, the only way you'd get your knife replenished is if you got a headshot. Right. Not anymore. Now with the build set up the way he's got it set up, and there's a lot of intricate parts to it, but most of you should have the parts already. Um. The way he got it, he has it set up. The knife itself procs the radiance that you need in order to refund the knife. So it hits harder overall. There are ways to make it hit even harder. And no matter what, as long as you get the kill, whether it's a headshot, whether it's a body shot, whether it's a bound shot, doesn't matter. You get your heavy throwing knife back immediately. So you can just keep chucking that bad boy literally almost the entire time. And the the one thing that he doesn't have in here that I added that makes it even better is if you whiff your throwing knife and you don't want to have to like throw your grenade, do your dodge, and then get a couple of solar weapon kills to get your knife back, which doesn't take that long. What's even faster is if you just equip the Monte Carlo. This build plus the Monte Carlo equals damn near 100% uptime for your heavy throwing knife. It's amazing. So you hunters out there, check it out. Nick2, uh, he's got the video, best hunter build one-shot melee. We're putting in our notes. It's phenomenal. Give it a shot. A one-shot, even. Yeah, indeed. Well, before it's deuces, um, there's a scythe. It's a lovely scythe. Respawn's very sad you can't take the scythe with you. But if you do <laughs> have it in the beautiful derelict place, uh, you have a light attack, which is a hor- horizontal slice that launches a wide solar projectile. It's a four-hit combo. It does. Hit- hitting enemies with the light attack projectile scorches them. 30 plus 20 stacks, which is 50 stacks, and deals damage. And the light attack also does melee damage to nearby targets when the player swings it. It does. You can also use the air attack, which launches at a single solar projectile with a cool spinning slice. Same projectile as the light attack. I did not know that because I haven't flare. jumped. I haven't jumped and thrown it, so well, that's a new know. thing. I you can get know. some more aerial flare. Or you can do what I do and just go, I, I have a heavy attack where you slam it into the ground and sends out a fan-shaped group of AoE flame damage. Mm-hmm. Hitting enemies with a heavy attack scorches them. 50 plus 40, which is 90 stacks, and deals damage. I don't know why they're saying 50 plus 40. One's a base and one's a thing. I, I don't know. But it gets you closer and closer to that 100. And uh, you have a scythe perk. When you defeat enemies with a scythe, you spawn orbs of healing solar light that float back to you and grant restoration plus two, which you I know. had noticed the orbs coming back, which I assumed were healing me because I had the white little Lumina-esque, hey, I'm an orb of healing. Mm-hmm. But good to know that's where it actually comes from. Oh, by the way, the build, I forgot to mention, does give a lot of healing without even specking into uh, recovery. recovery. Yeah. So it's high damage and good survivability. Mm. New, new dungeon. Who dis? Who dat? I don't know yet. But yeah, every set tomorrow, which uh, by the time you hear this, uh, it'll be out. There's a dungeon. We told you we can get there. Go forth and get the cool, cool sword that makes you go invisible in the crucible. And everywhere else, really. Yeah. Well, almost everywhere else. 
Hi, <laughs> Demon. You want to tell us about some hauntingly fresh new gear? Do you like those new threads? I'd love to tell you about those new threads, as long as I don't cut in and out of my audio. Oh, that's asking a lot, sir. I know. So with every season comes a new way to show off that customized Guardian style, and Haunted is no different. Can we just also take a second to appreciate the Nightmare Season armor ornaments? Because, wow. Yes! That's another huge disappointment. Why can't I just buy it? Why did you have to lock it in the season pass? By far, best armor ever. Play, play game, receive items. So good. The green armor stuff just looks like the moon armor set, mm-hmm. but green now. And with perks that do things for the seasonal event. You've got what Respawn said with like the the uh, ornaments that you can get from the season pass. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. But have you guys seen the fantastic armor ornaments that are in the Eververse store? Which kind of make me want to buy them. That's what I'm talking about is the ornaments themselves. I don't care what the regular armor looks like. The ornaments are no, no, but amazing. You, you get a, no, but you get a second set of ornaments on the season pass. Yes. The ones that look like skulls and spiky. And that's what I'm talking about. And they get, and if you look closely, oh, they my. have smoke that exudes from the eyes and whatnot. <laughs> I'm so guessing weird. there's a different set he's talking about. I didn't see the other set. This is the only one that matters. No, if you look at the ones that are available from Eververse this season, for 1,500 silver, I believe, for each bundle, or 1,600 silver, you see the shot of the hunter on oh. the video that you've posted. Mm-hmm. That is a full set of glowing fire armor that yeah. looks fantastic. And yeah, you can, but you can not, get it week it's not after. It's as good as the haunted armor. I'm sorry. No, oh, it is. It's not. It is. It has specific it, glows really on not. it. No, it is. No, it's not. I'm Guys, arguing with you. Look at this. Look at this. That has black smoke exuding from the red skull eyes. Look at that. It's got spiky bits all over it. You cannot tell me this isn't the coolest armor that Bungie's ever made. Right? You can't say that. You can't say that, oh, I have a glowy knife. I'm so much better. No. You have a glowy face with smoke coming out of your eyes. Unless you're a warlock, it's coming from the top of your head for some reason. But whatever. This is amazing. Even the Titan. Look at the Titan face right there. Look, imagine having that guy doing a shoulder charge at you. You just put your controller down, take your hands off your keyboard and mouse, and you're done. With that face rushing at you, you're not escaping. Those shoulders aren't big enough. You don't need big <laughs> shoulders. Look at the face, dude. He's coming at you like freaking So Knight anyway, Rider. there's some really cool armor Knight ornaments Knight on your season pass. If you pay for the season pass, you get access to these. And if you don't, then you get to be jealous. Yep, and... And the and just like, also just so you, you can pretend to be the headless horseman and have a red flaming skull sparrow too. You can. That sparrow, I'm getting it. I'm not. Getting it. Yeah, I mean, people it, are calling it, me a weak because of it, but it's so amazing. It it's matches so your armor set, and you can have a, a ghost with like you know the green. I'm Erisborn. It, it's it's a water cooled ghost, or at least a lime jello cooled ghost. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to say. Well, yeah, and it's a meh meh ghost. I'm I'm not happy with it. It's it's yeah. meh. In the shop, if you look, there's a there's a set of hot rod uh stuff, right? The hot rod ship and the hot rod ghost are my favorites. So this sparrow, the skull sparrow It'll go perfectly with your hot rod trespasser ornament too. Yes, it would. Season the skulls. Yeah. So just like Void 3.0, aspects and fragments will be your best friend when exploring unique new playstyles. Perfecting combat choices or going ham on new iterations of subclasses that maybe hasn't fit your niche in the past. The choice to dive all in on that fiery action is yours or not. 
if you don't want to stay with void but you can go with solar because that's the new hotness for this season pun yes, intended and i unfortunately do have to go so i'm sorry enjoy dnd i will Bye. do my best deuces guys thanks for hanging out um thanks for listening to the show and i'll see you guys next week he, he doesn't love you Not anymore i never claim to love anybody <laughs> and you can literally fight fire with fire which is what we're doing and they have you know beautiful pictures of our new guardians with fire all the fire i don't think it's all the fire but yeah these yeah. are the ornaments that i was talking about it's some of the fire yeah they look yeah, pretty cool in the eververse store yeah i i want i want the titan hammer one to be better i don't know exactly what i want to be better about it but i want something to be better i understand it's got to be a big hammer because titans and hammer i i don't know but it just but what, it's, what it's do the big. warlocks get the warlocks don't get anything apart from they, they, they've got two little swords on their two chests little, like two little baby swords yeah, like, but they're smaller than the knives that are right on the yeah like, 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 like they're not even size <laughs> size they're just tiny little baby swords it's like yeah you have swords but um you don't have a big beefy chest to put them on so no I, yeah and I know that Bungie go into a little bit of detail here in the TWAB about what the new Solar 3.0 is, but they don't go into that much detail. Uh, what I'm saying is that you, the, the Void 3.0 that we got, there was a lot of breakdowns with a lot of what their uh, verbiage was for all the different things and what you can do. They only s- speak about a few things, don't they? You know, to clarify the four fragments that will unlock after the community event which is the Ember of Empyrean, the Ember of Char, the Ember of Ash, and the Ember of Wonder, which some of them have unlocked for some, yeah, which have unlocked for some people. Yeah, yeah, they really, they really buried it all in the patch notes this time. They were just, they were really playing it sort of close to the chest and going, uh, you'll figure it out when Tuesday gets here. But I can tell you what, something that really helped me out this week is Fallout Plays did a breakdown video, which I'll link in the show notes of Solar 3.0, in-depth guide, with the best aspects and fragments for all classes, so for Hunter, Warlock, and Titan. It's about 48 minutes long, so it's definitely not Deacon approved. But it is worth a watch if you want to kind of just have... I mean, he's he's broken it down into timestamps if you just want to look at a specific uh, class. But it it goes over the the new grenades that are available for each class, the cooldowns, the the one-shot abilities on them. It it is a really good uh, thing if you're kind of looking at what you could possibly do with solar this season. And that's what I'm waiting for. I, I put on plunder the booties void build like day one of last season never took it off by Titan. Cause it was perfect for my playstyle and, and loop. I'm basically looking to do the same thing with the Titan and the warlock this season. Just tell me what I can do. Let me slap it on and go to town on it. Yeah. And now I have all that lovely iron banner armor with higher rolls. So I'm going to D2 armor picker and seeing what can I actually put together? What, what builds can I, do and get some of those some of those rookie numbers up because they are rookie numbers oh there you go look the the warlocks get a very big sword that goes down from their middle on the next couple of pictures down yeah yeah they're they're very very yeah they were like we'll give you plenty of pictures of solar in this 12 but not a lot of information and and yeah and they do go on to say you know like some of you you know i guess some people had two of the four fragments unlocked some people had none of the four fragments unlocked some people had all four fragments unlocked. So if you're still missing four, you know, two or four or fragments from Ikora, apparently we're all going to get them when the community hits 20,000 nightmare containment completions. But again, Budgie, would it not have killed you like to put a counter in the tower somewhere to be like, hey, it's been, you know, it's been zero days since Telesso has broken the game. 
and you as a community are at X number of clears, like at least like updated, even if you update 24 hours, like every day at reset, you know, you know, like the big, you know, you have so many charity things, you know, the big charity thermometer of, Hey, here's how close you are to your goal. Like tell us where we are. Are we days away? Are we done? Are we getting it tomorrow? And also it'd be nice to tell anybody about this. Cause I don't think they even mentioned it in the TWAP. I think I saw like, you know, DMG replying to people on Twitter being like, Oh yeah, there's a community event that we didn't tell the community about anywhere. I th- yeah, I think it's because a lot of people thought it was going to be coming. Oh, these ones were kind of hidden until the dungeon was completed on Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't kind of get. I mean, I also didn't get that when they locked the void ones behind the completion of the raid. It was like, right. why have you locked them behind that? I mean, yes, people probably would have figured out things, but it's. But why lock them to that? I mean. I could understand if they locked them for you personally having to complete the raid to get them yourself, but just no, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I, give me the things on, off the back of the people's hard work, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. It's like yeah, no, totally. If you want me to go and do a thing, then yeah, put them behind the thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, um, a, a better, smarter group of people might go look and see what they were and, and have run the raid enough to be like, oh, yes, well, they had to lock this fragment here because it would have absolutely made this encounter super easy with this synergy. But, but that's always my guess is, is them going, mm, we don't want to give them this day one because if they use this with that, that's going to go real bad for us in our new lovely raid. But it could just be eh, these were, you know, we, we picked four. We put them in a bag. We draw these four out. Those are the ones we give you later. Who knows what <laughs> yeah. the thing is. There was a reason. We'll get them soon enough. Yeah, but it, yeah, as you said, it would have been nice to know that there was a big, like they like they keep saying, oh, we're working on putting more banners up. Now, I flew into the, my mission today. Um, when I first loaded up this week, Season of the Haunted, uh, I got the opening cutscene. I was like, brilliant, watch that. I get to fly to Leviathan, and as I'm landing, it just after the cutscene of me landing on the Leviathan, I got a big banner up going, Guardian Games is available. I'm thinking. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, Guardian Games is here. I'm going, are, are, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And to make it worse, I went to the tower. Zavala was flashing away. Zavala said, come see me. Come over here. Come here. Come come, come here, little boy. Come see me. I will give you this thing. And he went, here, I have this thing. This is something to do with Guardian Games. I was like, right. And then I looked at the quest step and it said to visit the podium in the tower. And there's a little blue shield where the podium used to be <laughs> on my mini map. <laughs> Do you think there's a podium there? But, I tried. I thought, podium. <laughs> I thought maybe if I jump off the railing and hold X, there's something invisible that's meant to be there that's not there. No, I've now just got this thing on my director saying, mm-hmm. I need to go here and do this. I'm like, but I'm sure I completed Guardian Games. I did all the things. I got all the rewards. Yeah. The, the, the only triumph I'm waiting is for is the the 10% thing. That's all yeah, I'm waiting they, for is them, them to yeah. kind of they, deal with that. Yeah, they, they've had to go home. Yeah, yeah, you know, I saw the big banner. I didn't, I, I just went to the Leviathan. I didn't go to the tower to see, you know, to see what was there. I didn't visit the tower till significantly later. So I have no idea if there was something waiting for me or not, if I yeah. had gone. But yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny. I was like, welcome to Guardian Games. I'm going, mm, no. And then it was like after I had been in the Leviathan for like an hour or something, and then I think flew to the helm or the tower or somewhere else going, I should probably pick up some other bounties from this season. Yeah. And it was like, oh, hey, the new season is here. Go play the new activity. I was like, th- th- that's what I've been doing. Like, that, that's where I was, which I understand. <laughs> like, you know, I, I had to go to orbit so it could then show me the thing. But 
like, yeah, no, I, I've been here. I, I was doing it. I promise. I, I was enjoying it. I mean, yeah, it's just, I think if they'd have put a banner to up to start off with, or just have something in the tower, like a quest thing to say, we, we need you guardians to go to Leviathan and do X amount of these to unlock the, the extra solar aspects, fragments, whatever they are. I can't remember. I always get muddled up. I don't know what they are. Are they yeah, it doesn't uh, matter, aspects? I think the, they're fragments, aren't they? The things and core won't let you buy. Yeah. So I think if they'd have given us a quest step to go to there and do 20 million of these things to unlock them, I think more people would have been incentivized to go and play this a lot more than maybe logging on and going, oh, look, a new activity. I'll play it for a couple of hours and then go off and do other things. So. Yeah, a little it's, bit more it, communication, please, Bungie. Yeah, I mean, it, it's weird to say, I'm, do, you know, we want to do this community event, and then literally not tell the community about it. It's mm. Like, was was somebody out that day? Did somebody not hit send on an email? I don't, I don't know. Like, again, like I got an email from Bungie telling me all about my season sixteen accomplishments and triumphs, and going, "Hey, here's the things you did. Go buy yourself before this. You know, yeah. here's here's how your Guardian Games was. You could have said, by the way." Season 17's Ahoy, we have a community event. When it launches on Tuesday, go play the activity. We need 20 million completions and you'll get new exciting rewards. You know, you don't have to tell me what I'm getting. Just say, there's an event. Be ready. Go play it a bunch. No, yeah. just shh. We can't but tell the people. Something that they're definitely not mum about, which they've told us repeatedly, is that Iron Banner is coming back next week. <laughs> which it is. I know, you know, everybody else should know that if they listen to this podcast, Iron Banner's the back next week. And I think you've already told them when the next one is as well. So. It is, and, and they even tell us on the top. You've got May 31st, next week, week two, and then July 12th, which I think is week eight of the season. So you either got next week or middle of July. Those are your only two times to play Iron Banner this season. And Vellus Forge is now going to be up front and center in Eva Levante's usual spot. So he's no longer going to hang out above above shacks where he can hurl insults and, you know, used food wrappers down on him. Did do you think it was like center. one of those uh, establishing dominance thing that he had to be above shacks to show you that he, he's got more dominance over him? I, I think so. He had his big, big giant iron banner set up and all his flames. He's like, no, I have to be up here to, to look down upon you. And now he's no longer the biggest thing in the tower with all the giant cabal wandering around. So he's like, I'll, I'll be front and center now. I'll be, I'll, I'll now be the first thing you see as opposed to the tallest thing you see. I think that's the only frustrating thing about the new event is the fact that I've got to go back to either orbit or go to the helm to pick up extra bounties to progress mm -hmm. the crown. I mean, I can go around and just like do the different events and I know that will progress it, but I want to be doing bounties there as well. When you're doing strikes or if you're doing crucible, there is that moment in time that you are in orbit before you go back into the next match that you can, if you've got the app up on your phone, you can quickly go, yes, 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 yes. I'll have them and back. But with this, it's like you're there, so you either have to come out of it to go back into it kind of thing. That's the only right. other frustrating thing at the moment with that, I think. You'll be very sick of it by the end of the season. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm quite, I, I quite enjoy it. You know, it's just constant killing. And yeah, yeah I, I really like where it's, there is no, like, run to this next area part. It's, it, 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 you know, there's a, you know, a 15 or 30 second counter between waves, but there is no, like... You know, it, it's like you must run from this side of the room to the other, but it's no like at the battlegrounds. Go get on your sparrow and drive for a minute or thirty seconds into the next, you know, plane of battle. Like, no, you're here. We're just waiting for the new round of enemies to come hurl themselves at you. And I suppose it is a 
little bit nostalgic with going back to the Leviathan and and seeing what it's kind of transformed into. It's quite nice. It was it was a nice area to be when you were there and you were looking in the belly for different things. And I like the way that they've repurposed it. And it looks like the uh, glycon. Uh, so you, it, you've kind of got all of those. And I think from the trailer, that there's that are other areas that we're going to be able to go to. It's like the um, yeah, spoiler if, if you haven't played the raid, but there's the room with all the callous robots in that I've seen in the trailer. So maybe that's another story yeah. beat. Yeah, and, and and that's yeah, and that's you know, sort of, they sort of lead you into that to start with, and that's sort of what I'm wondering. Like, like the first season, the first uh, sever mission this week was in the room, oh, the the gauntlet where you have to run around gauntlet. in a circle. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if like in the, I'm wondering if like they'll sort of cycle through. Like in the next next week, will it be in the pleasure garden? You know, in the pleasure pools, royal royal well, pools or pleasure gardens, or yeah. is it going to be? You know, you know, is, is it going to sort of rotate around the Leviathan each week, or is it going to sort of just be? You know, I guess we'll see what it is, but yeah, just curious to see where this goes and where the story takes us and where we end up doing each of these pieces of it. Um, well, you had two other parts, didn't you? For when they did the the mini raids, I can't remember what they were called on the Leviathan. We had Spire of Stars and Eater oh, of Worlds, right. which were those kind of not dungeons but not full raids, and they explored other parts of the leviathan and that was a, a pretty big ship that they were able to have these other areas in and i'm just wondering if they've repurposed those as well because mm, they yeah, were all be part of the same ship and it would also be interesting if we could actually go outside and explore the outside and i know you probably this is something they've kind of limited to just the inside but we also had the menagerie on there as well so there's also those other areas that are possible i know this is a smaller version of what we originally got they they do have those other areas that possibly could be parts of story beats later on. You can't tell Froggy you can't go outside. There's a way outside. Well, I'm not telling Froggy you can't go outside. <laughs> I'm just telling yeah. other guardians that they can't go outside until Froggy tells us that we can go outside. Mm-hmm. Or shows you, us that we can go outside. When player first map dad says it's okay and safe to go, then you can go. <laughs> yeah, I, I had totally forgotten that the two other, yeah, like, like, uh, what were they called? What did they call them? Because yeah, they were they were basically like dungeon size, but they weren't. But they were raids before. It was like dungeons before they were dungeons. Yeah, I honestly can't remember what they were. The, the raid encounters. I, I honestly yeah, that's 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 what my brain tells. Raid layers. <laughs> Something like the raid layer. That's what it is. That was it, yeah. Raid layer. Yeah, the raid layer. I had to look it up. I was like, it was raid something. Yeah, it was like little baby raidlets. That's it. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like before they build dungeon in the game. It's like, we want to build a thing that's like a dungeon, but not a dungeon, because we don't know what that is yet. But I remember Spire Stars being one of the hardest raids to do. I believe it was, I mean, I only did it, I think, the full raid of it, like, maybe twice run through. But that end room was the one that kind of got everybody, because there were so many symbols and so many places that you had to go and stand, and so mm-hmm. people had to know the symbols to do this, to do that. And mm-hmm. if you knew it, you knew it. It was quite simple. But to try and get people through it was a lot harder than some of the other raids. I mean, Eater of Worlds wasn't too hard. It was like two people go there, two people go there. We'll rotate round, we'll grab things, we'll shoot the the bullies on that. That wasn't too hard. It wasn't symbols all over the place. And, you know, just destroy the thing when it, its shields popped. What was quite interesting is when they did the, the rotators of the weapons. Sometimes it was an easy rotator, sometimes it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But as I said, you've got all those kind of... Exp- areas that you could explore which are, are quite interesting 
I doubt that we'd probably go to the Eater of the Worlds, but we possibly could go to the Spiral Stars because that had kind of a Castellum feel for the opening area and then going through some of the, the vents and wind turbines and that. But yeah, I've forgotten all the other areas. Yeah, I mean, it's all theoretically there. I mean, it's all there in theory to be explored. So yeah, we'll see where, this, where the season takes us and the story takes us. <clears throat> I don't think I ever played either of those raid layers. Like never, never all the way through. Just to like parts of it to try to get chests and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, go back to Iron Banner. Yeah, we, we've got, you've got two ch- chances for it this season. It's all Rift. If you don't know what Rift is, listen to last week's episode or go look at Bungie's Twab for last week, week before last. It's um, grab a ball, take the ball to the opponent's side of the map and dunk it. That's it. It's basketball. And this time you can shoot as you carry, which you couldn't in D1. And power is disabled so that you can take any weapon in there, whatever you like until Bungie say, no, we don't want this anymore, and they change it back, and they also get rid of Rift because they've decided that's a wrong game mode to have in Iron Banner. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Well, we are the guinea pigs. Iron Bannerists are the guinea pigs for this season because it's not coming to Crucible until Season 18, is it? Nope. But, but, so. but what is coming is is the new map, Disjunction, which will be available for all modes. The Rift is just for Iron Banner. Just The new Disjunction map will be available in all the pvp modes so we'll see how that plays it's one of the largest maps they've ever had pvp so maybe it'll feel a little less you know claustrophobic than some of the maps we have now they're just very close quarters very tight so we'll see how that plays i i've not yet set foot into any pvp at the season because i've only barely played one night have you played any pvp no, have you seen the new map no i haven't seen i haven't been in pvp but i've heard a lot of people complain about crucible this season already I don't know whether that's to do with the new subclasses or weapons that are OP or, mm. or just they just don't like the the feel of it. I think it's like everything else. People don't like it, then you just have to play it more. Yeah. Everybody doesn't like it. Everybody wants new things and then says, oh, I have a new thing and I hate it. And like, okay, it isn't so bad. Or, or Bungie says, hey, let's, you know, make some tweaks to it and make it play better. Or, yeah, it's a bigger map. You can't just run around as a shotgun ape because people are going to gun you down with their scout rifles from afar or their hand cannon with scout rifle range. So there's another charity event. It feels like we have one every week, which is not a bad thing, but it does feel like there's always something going on, which, you know, good for Bungie. They always have things happening. So from 9am PT on the 3rd of June to the 10th of June, there will be a shiny new gaming marathon stream from St. Jude's Hospital during our GCX celebration. So I believe this is Guardian Con. It was Guardian Con. Now it's the Gaming Community Expo. That's As right. Change yeah. names to a couple week, couple years back, and that is run by is that? Um, I think that's one that like Professor Broman and Gallion and started. And I don't remember who else. Yeah, I think it's. I went. To, I'm going to the link here real quick to see if it says yeah by Rare Drop, which I think is Gathalion, and I don't remember who else. Yeah, so it was started by Destiny Community, and then I think they had, I think they branched out to other games because. Because they want to be inclusive, just like Bungie wants to be inclusive. Yeah, gaming's for everybody. Yeah, I guess so. And as it grows, you want to get more people into it, so why not? And and St. Jude is you know a charity you know charity and, and hospital based here in the U.S. that you know mainly you know helps kids with with cancer. Basically, you know brings brings the families in, you know gives the kids the care they need and doesn't charge the families for it. It costs a fortune, so they do charity things every year. And it's it's about this time of year you'll see you know a lot of podcasts, a lot of streamers, a lot of all sorts of St. Jude Hospital stuff going on. 
I know here in the U.S., you know, there's always like, you know, you go to the grocery store and they say, oh, you want to give a couple bucks to St. Jude when you check out today? It's always a big charity operation every year because they do a ton of good work for all these families that just would not be able to do anything without it. So it's always, it's good for a good cause. And if you want to help the good cause, you can get some pretty emblems or ugly emblems. I'm not here to tell you how they look. A $20 donation to charity will land you the Spectra C emblem. A $60 donation will land you the Elucid Ethereum emblem. And the best part? All proceeds go to help St. Jude's in its mission to giving children and their families hope and strength throughout the trying medical times. So once again, our immensely talented and wonderful player support team is coming in hot with new info about known issues and what the team is looking at in the immediate future. You know the drill, so we'll get right into it. This is their report. Their first report is, hey, um, things are broken, so we're going to fix some of those things with a new hotfix for 101, which is coming to us on Tuesday at Reset. Because why wouldn't it? May 31st, Iron Banner Day, and uh, new hotfix day. So reset, maintenance begins. 45 minutes later, you get kicked offline. 15 minutes after that, patch gets put out. An hour after that, maintenance completes, quote-unquote, you should be back online. If not, you know, keep keep to bungee help. You know how these things go. Sometimes they go great. Sometimes not so great. <laughs> I like the next one. Yeah. So there's a there's a dungeon crash workaround. Um. So tomorrow, Friday, you know, as you hear this, it'll be in the past. Our newest dungeon will go live. During testing, we discovered an issue where players who had their sound effects set to zero would crash the activity. To ensure this doesn't happen, players should set their sound effects to at least one or above until they can add this to the hotfix next Tuesday. So yeah, if you go to your settings and your sound effects, your SFX is to zero, put it above zero or your dungeon's going to crash. Which, computers are weird, games are hard, code is stupid. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, if for some reason you don't have your Guardian game emblem, um, nobody does. It'll be distributed next week to the top 10% of players who participate in the event. So if you don't have your glories claim, you should have it next week. And, you know, new season, new known issues. Who dis? <laughs> uh, first off, your opulent chests are not opening visually as intended upon receiving rewards. So you get the rewards. You just don't get the joy of the chest opening and them all, you know, fi firing at you. That's fine. <clears throat> just give me the reward. I'm yeah, happy at least, with that. At least the rewards are working. Certain seasonal challenges are incorrectly recording progress at a character level instead of an account scoped level. So some of them are taking longer. If you want to get them done quicker, choose a character. I can't tell you which, which ones, but some of them. Multiple hand cannons no longer have a visual scope. Good. That's not them hunters. Mm -hmm. On Xbox One, the impulse effect when dunking a core in the Nightmare Containment appears completely black. So that's fun. Uh, your solar icons, class abilities, melees, and movement have blue backgrounds when viewed from my core's inventory. Because, you know, nice blue sky against the sun, I guess. I guess. Your solar hunter's acrobat dodge ability displays the Fist of Havoc icon when equipped. <laughs> because really, hunters, you're all titans in your heart. We know you, you are. The glories claim in a good sport emblem from the Guardian games do not appear in collections. Be because you haven't gotten them yet. But I suppose when we get them, they may still not be in collections. So if you want yours and you do get it, do not delete it from your character or you'll be sad until a later date. Several activities and missions are becoming blocked. And this is where Bungie changed the 
back in to limit the number of fire teams in those areas to one, which they think will resolve things until they can get a more permanent fix out. So I don't know what's being blocked, but I guess something is being blocked by having too many people in the area, so they're clearing those extra people out. Players are unable to collect the burdened engrams in the final encounter of the Grasp of Avarice dungeon. It's there. Can't pick it up. Can't have it. Not for you. Characters are sometimes <laughs> extremely zoomed in on the character inspection screen and only show the boots that they are wearing. <laughs> That's, That's an interesting one, yeah. The gunsmith's weapons don't have a masterwork slot on them. Will Again? they get one? Who knows? But um, he's he's lost it. Again, the toss oh. is up to no good. Last time they did that, they said if you picked up the weapons, they weren't able to retrofit them. So even if they he's got a god roll and he doesn't have the masterwork slot, it's something that I believe that they couldn't fix last time. Yep. Then it's a Loki god roll and you get what you get and you're upset about it. Mm -hmm. Several Guardian Games items, Night Demon, including quests, were not removed from the players at the launch of Season 17. Really? The bait and switch enhanced raid perk is bait and switching you because it's not working as intended. Use of the loyal companion emote can sometimes cause the game to crash. Now, this is the lovely doggy <laughs> that they have in the Eververse that I think is for sale for silver, that I think is also a charity emote that they've okay. been sort of heavily promoting. It will crash the game for some people when you pet your, your doggo. So you can pet your doggo, but it may come at a terrible price. Very similar to Telesto is causing crashes when players interact with Banshee. No, we aren't kidding. Oh, good old Telesto. It does sound like it's intentional, to be honest. It, it, it really does. Whoever gave him a Telesto, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, let's see. Some new armor and older perks are showing watermarks instead of their proper icons. Some artifice armor from the Grasp of Avarice dungeon have lost their extra mod slots. Ooh. So you had it, and now it's gone. Hopefully it'll come back. Uh, some players are experiencing low frame rates in their menus when looking at the director. The Trespasser, Exotic, and a few other items don't appear in collections. The Season 17 Crucible Vermilion Shader has too similar a name to the Season 8 Shader, Crucible Vermilion. <laughs> and the difference there being there's one L in Vermilion and two L's in Vermilion. So, ah, okay. Which I had to look at going, it, it's the same picture. <laughs> I don't know how they look, but they're very similar in name. Oh, so I guess like this next one, though. Change the name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go on then. <clears throat> what, what's this word? Uh, there are, there are, <laughs> I, I know I'm. I know I'm going to butcher the Hrufnagud ornament for the Celestial Nighthawk is no longer available to equip. Hey, yeah, no, that's that's absolutely a Norse word. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, impressive. Mm -hmm. I I would have butchered that one. And, and you're saying I didn't? Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, I, hope, I wish the robot could pronounce this for me, but yeah. H-R-A-F-N-A-G-U-D uh, ornament. You're a Celestial Nighthawk. One of your ornaments isn't available to equip. Sad for you. Uh, the Telesto held by Banshee44 disappears at random. Terrifying. See, I swear this is just them playing with us. Could be. Could be. I mean, the, the game crashing, I don't feel, you know, the, the, the disappearing might be. The game crashing, though... I would hope not. Or at least, you know, or maybe that's an unintended side effect of whatever other fun they're trying. 
So as always, that's the thing they told us. These are all the issues in the TWAP. There is a known issues article. If you've seen other known issues, go check it out. There's always more things there that they don't, you know, they don't call out here or things that have lingered from earlier. Uh, we'll have the link in the show notes as always. Beware Telestos. Just, we will. Just beware them. They're up to no good. But what is up to no good is you can you can learn to make music with with uh, our sounds of the, sounds of destiny in Light Camera Minecraft, our movies and art of the week. Someone, Night Demon, have you seen this? Have gone into Minecraft and built a one to one scale model of the Last Wish raid areas. I have not seen that. This this is. That's dedication. That is that is dedication to the cause. Um, the our bonus of the week, our b- 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 bonus round of the week is the uh, Tassie DeGrass or Tassie Grassy, which is uh, I turned Paul Tassie into a Destiny Two emote. <laughs> and if you follow Paul Tassie, the you know the Forbes writer who covers Destiny Two, he played some ungodly number of Dares of Eternity to get the Void Sword versus the Arc Sword. And was finally like, yes, on his knees with the sword above his head, you know, in front of his TV. Well, someone animated that and called it Praise the Sword, which Bungie gave him credit for. That's that is gonna be an emote in the store in the store at some point, isn't it? Oh, please, I will I will buy it. I will buy it. It's lovely. I'll do it. And and they'll they'll call it the Tassie. Mm-hmm. That's what they should. And we have a season of the spoopy with our little uh, guardian friends holding scythes which only for a limited time can't hold the side after the season. And uh, our, another art of the week is just the crown, which is had this image stuck in my head a few years ago and never could do it justice. Hopefully I did. And it's the warlock with like a crown of tempest. Like, yeah. With the crown of tempest on and it has a face that sort of looks like the eyes of another world, like that sort of starless night visage on it. It's, it's very cool. I like it. And our last art of the week, which Instagram tells me is sensitive for some reason, but it's just the witness came bearing gifts from the beyond and it's uh fan art of the different, different uh, guardians with like, you know, armor sets and armor. I don't know why Instagram feels it's sensitive, but it, it's not, it's not sexy. It's not dangerous. It's just there. And now I'm a little salty about this because there's new emblems, my demon for movie and art of the week, the, 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 the movie of the week one, you know, fine, whatever. Green and yellow has some nice design. But the art of the week one is basically the Winterborn mark from Destiny 1. Like, it's not a snowflake, but it's basically the same shape and the same everything and the same grayscale. And I want it, and I will never have it. Like, that that was the frozen emblem from Destiny 1. Like I, is that I, not I have... movie of, that's movie of the week, is it? We'll have to get on that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, you know, see, I can't tell if it's movie or art. I guess maybe art, art is the, the green and blue one. The movie of the week is the... Oh yeah, I guess maybe that's the the black and white one. Looks like a movie reel. I don't know. So yeah, apparently I have to win movie of the yeah. week so I can have this new Winterborn mark because I want it, and I'm sad that I can't. And and finally, you know, our our poor doggo, Night Demon. If you found yourself moseying over to test the Eververse store, you might have noticed a notable new emote that actually lets you pet the dog. For that reason alone, it's an awesome grab. But what makes this deal even sweeter? that particular emote offers in terms of putting out a little good in the world and Bungie Foundation's Christine Edwards is here to talk about it can you be Christine Edwards or shall I go on I can be Christine Edwards I can find Christine Edwards hang on hello parody my name's Christine season 17 kicked off with a heartwarming in-game opportunity for guardians to further 
the Bungie Foundation for supporting children's health and well-being by purchasing loyal companion emote from the Eververse store. Not only do players get to adore a canine companion to interact with in the form of a cute new emote, but 100% of the proceeds will also be donated to the Bungie Foundation. Thank you, Christine. That was better than I had ever hoped. Um, so yeah, as we head to Bungie Day in just over a month, you'll be hearing more about the emote. But for today, um, they're here to give us a little teaser. And they have a beautiful video of a warlock petting the doggo from the front, the back, and the side, as they sort of do with some of the new emotes. They show you it from all angles. And unfortunately, this is also the one crashing the game. So pet your dog carefully and gently. But uh, the loyal companion isn't just any dog. He's a real-life Belgian Milanois, Milanois named Artemis, yeah. and his best friend is a very special guardian whose story they'll share with you in the coming weeks. A story of resilience, recovery, and triumph made possible only by the Destiny community and his dog, oh. Artemis. Do we get dogs? Do we get do we get companions, dog companions in the game? I could um, set my I could set my fiery dog on to respawn as he comes around ooh, the corner. You could. You could. I mean you could buy the doggo now and pet the loyal companion, but will we get more loyal companions in game? We'll just have to, we'll have to see. Ooh. And next we have Guardian Games shenanigans. So they've tried something new this year with Guardian Games. And a couple of other things that are new that they didn't tell us about. Well they did tell us about shenanigans wise with rigging them so that the warlocks win and respawn got very upset by losing uh, by adding an additional element of real life friendly competition it was a blast seeing communities rally together for their favorite content creators and we aim to do more fun things like this in the future but for now we're sure you're interested in one thing who won so guardian games cup winner is eclipse led by andy edition the Warlock winners were the Icarus Bang and Dash, led by Fallout Plays. The Titan winners were the Punchy Boys, led by Butlers. And the Hunter winners were Bulletproof, led by Zoe. Or Hunter ruled by Butters. Butters. Poss- possibly also the South Park character. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> the winning Guardian Game Cup teams will receive a lovely personalized gold trophy, as seen below. Looks very gold and very shiny, and it's got a logo of the Guardian Games on it. Uh, the team that raised the top amount is the Punch a Bunch, led by Datto. You could have completely through that, but it's $30,150. And then if that's what you said, then yes. Yes, that is what I said. Uh, they received some custom art pieces of work by Ferry and Art. And before we let you go, they've got some exciting things coming down the pipeline, including Solstice of Heroes, which is now called solstice which we went over last week so why are we now calling it solstice of heroes again why are you confusing the matter bungee it's just solstice we we dropped the heroes last week stop well, going they, back over old stuff well they tried but i think in game it's still called solstice of heroes for something i think i saw mitchy slaps or someone saying hey guys wasn't this supposed to be just solstice and in game it's still of heroes so we need to we need to cut the of heroes still uh, just a reminder and again they're reminding you it's dropping in july alongside the annual bungee day celebration on the 7th of July, I believe. So, yeah. And they'll have more details on both of those events in the near future. I think we've done we've done the report. We've done the TWAB. We've done... We're not reading all the patch notes. Go, go read the patch notes for 4.1.0. We'll put a link in the show notes. We're, we're not reading you all the numbers. As much as it, it, heart, it hurts Night Demon to not read you all the numbers and all the changes, there are many. It's a new season. There are. But I think with the new season, we need to know... 
what build should I be using? What 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 cool videos are out there? Who's doing cool stuff in the community? And uh, what does Nineteen Been Watch this week and wants to tell you all about it? Well, if my my mic doesn't cut out, uh, I have some cool tips, tricks, guides, and builds for you this week. We have already gone over the Seas of the Haunted Guides, the Nightmare Farming Guide, but also along with that, we have Lucky Ten P did a couple of guides this week. Going over one was all the three new exotics, just basically reading you and showing them. Uh, if you want to have a look at that, and the other one was a guide for Season Seventeen, the Monuments to Lost Light. So this is where you can get older exotic weapons or legacy weapons that have been available previously that you can't now get because those raids are vaulted or the seasons have kind of gone and the activities that were with them. So if you're new to Destiny, the Monument to Lost Light is a monument in the tower in between your two vault spaces. So between shacks and where the gunsmith is, there's a long wall with your vaults on it. And in between that is the Monument to Lost Light. So Lucky Tempe has a guide for you going over some of the weapons in there that you might want to use for this season. I thought that would be quite interesting for people to look out. MyFi has an in-depth look at the new artifact and the mods that go with it. Ultimately, you can unlock all of them, but some of them are a bit more potent to use with the Solar 3.0 at the moment and going into the harder content. So he goes over that. Uh, Houndish has the Haunted Weapons Crafting Guide. So all the weapons that are craftable for this season, specifically for this season, and what roles they are kind of coming with. I mean, you can go and look at Gunsmith, D2 Gunsmith, and look for yourself. But Houndish has a cool video for you. Uh, if you don't want to listen to me every week going over what is available in the Eververse store, Houndish has put a video going over all the Eververse for the next couple of weeks. It's called Silver Not Required. So he goes into what's going to be available for silver and bright dust and maybe what you need to wait for to use your bright dust rather than use silver. Next, we have Mr. Cheese Forever, who has three videos that I've selected, but he has more videos quick and fast over the weekend. So keep an eye on his channel. So he goes into detail about what each resilience number does and what certain mods do to add extra resilience. I think up to something like 67% resilience. So you are literally, if you have 100% resilience and you equip the, I think it's the mod from the artifact, which has the void and the solar resist on it. And if you have an arc chest piece as well, you can also put... Uh, an arc resist on there so you can have all three flavors uh, or you could put a sniper resist on there or long range weapon resist on there and it gives you stupid amounts of resilience and it's the best stat to have this season or going forward because Bungie have made resilience an actual stat that you should be looking to spec into uh, there is a glitch uh, for the hunters, an infinite gunpowder gamble glitch that is quite interesting. If you want to check that out, uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be available past this weekend, but he has a video on that. So if you're a hunter and you want to kind of exploit that, go check it out. Uh, and he also has the opulent key exploit. If you don't get an opulent key at the end of doing the tier three wave boss thing, the nightmare thing in the Leviathan, as we've discussed, there are a couple of chests that you can go and open up that are locked in different rooms around the Leviathan. If you manage to open a secret chest and you're near one of the doors to the other areas like the bath store or the pleasure garden store, 
you can open the door and run to that area and come back. It's an old trick that's been around since Destiny 1 for going back and farming materials. But if you're quick enough, you can go back to the same chest and open it again and have a chance at getting one of these keys if you haven't already got one. He's got a video explaining all the details about that. Oh, interesting. Because I remember, <clears throat> I remember with the menagerie, you would you would get a chest. You can sort of run out of the area, back into the area with the chest, and loot that chest like multiple, like five or six times. Sometimes, if you were quick enough. Yeah. So my first thought was, I wonder if there's any lootable exploits of the Leviathan. And sure <laughs> enough, of course there is. It's a new season. There's new stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's always exploits and glitches. An interesting one that I actually got on Discord was from somebody called Miner in our Discord. He sent me this video, which is by Crips, and it's going over Eververse class ornaments. Now, these are three ornaments that they're selling in Eververse. And I kind of glossed over, I was looking at the, like the Eververse store for the beginning of this season, and I kind of looked at the one, I believe I was on my Warlock, and it didn't kind of come up on the screen i just gave up looking in the end but they actually interact with exotics so the titan class butt cape uh, interacts with the curious of the falling stars i believe so it has a kind of uh, electric glow that goes on the curious and then it follows through into the butt cape as well and the same with the ornaments for the class items for the warlock and the cloak for the hunters i think the hunters one works with the mask of bacris uh, but again check the video out because it'll it shows you in detail what they actually work with and the cool effects that go along with them nice and i know respawn's thrown in a, a guide for the best solar hunter build one shot melees but i i picked a couple this week because i thought people would be interesting like i only picked one build per class because i didn't want to overdo it I didn't want to overload people there'll be plenty more yeah there is but first up is astacross with his warlock solar 3.0 pve built with unlimited melees using the exotic gauntlets the claws of alhamkara check that one out and i believe i referenced this one earlier which is destiny fun police has the hunter solar 3.0 build which is good in pvp and this is infinite radiance now, I think this is the thing that's been taken away from the Titans. I can't 100% remember this. Now, this is with the exotic boots, the Frosties. So this is when you sprint, your abilities recharge faster. So he was showing, like, running up against the wall for a couple of seconds. I think his dodge back, which is how you kind of get this infinite radiance to work. When you dodge, it kind of triggers it on one of the aspects fragments. And it gives you double damage or something and he was giving the scenario of literally three hunters in trials or iron banner doing this or like in competitive doing this and just being unstoppable so it is possibly something that's going to get nerfed but it's in the game at the moment he's done a video on it and as i said he's going to do a rant video at some point about why he's unhappy with the titans and then finally my friend blue screen uh, recommended the plunder the booty 3.0 solar build which makes your Titan unkillable in PvE. And I can attest to this. I put this together. I mean, I'd already had half the build going. Uh, my Laurely Spender Helmet, which is part of the build, dropping your sunspots, and put the same mods on. It's a fantastic build to use in, using that Castellum and going around and doing the Nightmare Hunts in the on the Leviathan. Um, literally unkillable, just having so much fun, just throwing out my hammers. Originally, I thought that I'd have to do 
before I'd seen the build, I thought I'd have to do the shoulder charge melee to get the sunspots to drop. And then I was so surprised when I saw the video, I was like, I can throw those little hammers out and get a sunspot to drop. That is fantastic. And getting wells to drop out of them as well was just adds to the synergy of it. So go and check those three videos out for different builds for all your classes, or you could try out respawns. Uh, and finally, uh, one video on a weapon this week. Cool guy has the NEOD, which is the new submachine gun. I believe it's a primary submachine gun. And he says it's the Kinetic Shariahs. So everyone's raving about how good the Shariahs Wrath is from Trials. And he gives you roles to look out for to use for that. And it looks very stable. It's a Hake, and I believe it... I can't remember the... The primary submachine gun that used to be available way back when. Do you remember the one that everybody had to have? It was that and the uh, the auto rifle in your secondary slot. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, is it Antiope? It was. was it Antiope? Yeah, Antiope D, yeah, that sounds... I think it looks similar to that. I could be wrong, but it looks very stable. And I mean, I know it's cool guy again playing with, but he had me sold on it and it's one i'm going to be looking out for i've only had one to drop and it was a really bad roll so yeah that's the beauty it's it's literally the season so it's nice to at least sort of have a have an idea what you're hunting for and also all of these new things are going to be craftable so there's lots of new things to craft this season so if you haven't looked at your patterns and and craftable things there's a whole new batch of things you can now go craft like all your menagerie weapons your all striker hand cannon gonna be craftable so if you if you don't want to hunt for the thing you want and you just want to craft it, keep playing, get more of them, rip, rip the yeah. parts out, enjoy your resident elements that were new, that were the neutral elements, whatever they renamed them to. No, they're neutral and, now. Uh, aren't yeah. they? I don't know. Are they? Yeah. They were neutral last season. I think I feel like they renamed <laughs> it to something, but I whatever it is, there is only one element. Get it, max out yours, and then uh, go craft new things as you can get them to drop for you. Tell us which ones are the best rolls or. Wait for somebody like Fallout to tell us which ones are the best roles. Exactly. And I think uh, I think we've told the people all we can tell them for one week. I think there's a whole new season out there, and this is where I should say, listen to the show, put us on the background while you're playing, and uh, as always, thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody in 19 minutes, and no one responds in real life. Your lore scribe is not ARF. You can email the show at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, basically everywhere you want us to be. There we are at Two Titans and a Hunter. You know how the search box works. Slap it in there. You'll find us. You can find all your favorite guardians on Xbox Live, on PC, playing in the world. It doesn't matter what you're on. Load up your Stadia and let's go to town. Find all of us setting nightmares ablaze, asking for directions in the underbelly, and hauling deeply, deeply heavy keys for the opulent loot. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere fine podcasts are sold. Watch the show on YouTube. Reject Void, Embrace Solar, Pet Doggo. And until next week, Night Demon, tell the people goodbye and good night. Goodbye and good night. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.